I was trying to prove a point that I can hike in Hey Dudes. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. No, it was Crocs. Uh, was it? It was both. I had Crocs and Hey Dudes. Yeah. We went on a hike. <clears throat> As you do. Like through Tennessee mountains. You, you're familiar with the hike. Um, well, I've told you about this hike. And Richard and Seth both said, you need hiking shoes. Yes. And in my head, I was like, no, I don't. I will hike in Crocs. Guess what I did? Hiked in Crocs. Had no issues. To be fair, we only did like a quarter of the hike. Yeah, but we did it. It was a lot of hiking. Yes. Earlier this year, I was in uh, Washington, and we did some hiking and whatnot. And me and a couple of my friends summited one of the mountains wearing vans. There was like people with like, you know, the Osprey packs and all that jazz. Nice ass hiking shoes. Yeah. Went to, uh, what was that? What's that store called? REI. REI. Went to REI. Tried on the best hiking shoes. Spent 250 bucks on hiking shoes. I remember going to REI with Seth. Them going, do you want to try on hiking shoes? And I said, nope, I'm going to wear my Crocs. They looked at me like I was insane. I mean, in all fairness. Yes, it worked. 100%. I I understand. I share a a similar, slightly less ridiculous experience. Yes, I share feet. We share everybody's feet. We're both bipeds. We are. Are your feet shared on like wiki feet or something? Or well, actually, I'm a tripod. Uh oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm rolling the intro. Hey guys, and welcome back to Ticket Cast. Not to be confused with Ticket on Air. We are coming at you this week with a very intriguing podcast where we've been talking some behind-the-scenes stuff a little bit here. We uh, we got a few good topics out before we even started recording. I know, bad on us. We had to get them out. I had to get them out of the way before. We may have gotten canceled, but you won't cancel us now because we've definitely never said anything controversial on this podcast whatsoever. <laughs> Side. We're good. You, you know nothing, and you heard nothing, but now you're going to hear us talking all night long. So with that, why don't you go ahead and uh, start us off, Noah? What are we? Where are we going tonight on this little adventure? Well, I thought I, I had a topic in mind, but now I don't want to do it. Okay, what's your topic? No, I don't want to do it anymore. What's your topic? You. Because you guys know nothing about it. Okay. What is it? What is it? The Tin Man in Wizard of Oz almost okay, died. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then those little munchkins died, so they named the donuts after him. Uh-huh, that, that's definitely what happened. But well, no, like, there were a whole bunch of problems with the production of Wizard of Oz. People got seriously hurt. Like you were saying, the Tin Man. It was the body paint, right? The, yeah, for there the was that. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that played the lion almost died of dehydration. Oh, yeah. From the suit. Mm-hmm. It was yep. made of real lion skin. Jeez. Julie Andrews got hooked on painkillers. Oh. Oh, God. What? Julie Andrews? Was she alive? Like the Princess Bride? No, pr- not, no, the Princess Diaries. Wait. <laughs> what was it? You'll get there someday. I think it was Pretty in Pink. One of the P words. Princess Diaries. Uh-huh. Oh, it nope. just got really quiet. Nope, the music stopped. Okay. Um. Um. I think there were a lot of issues with body paint back in that day. There I mean, was another... It was, it, there was one major th- thing in the body paint that was causing issues. Isn't it like lead? It was, was it lead? lead. A yeah. lead? No, it was aluminum. Oh, oh yeah. Aluminum. His paint specifically 
It was the aluminum powder. Okay. And he was breathing it in. So the other instance I can it think of. Eye issues, too. With body paint being a thing. And they didn't use the aluminum paint. I'm pretty sure he almost had to get his eyes, like, cut out. I actually have another one, too, that we could talk oh about. Oh, God. I'm thinking of uh, the James Bond film Goldfinger. They had um, one of the female actresses got fully painted in gold for this movie. Like, mm-hmm. gold latex paint. Yeah, kind of like Goldface from Threat Level Midnight. Yeah. So the uh, the latex paint kind of cut off everything from hitting her skin, and she had to go to the ER because of this. It was really bad. Yeah. So, so there, there's don't paint yourselves, people. Back to The Wizard of Oz. Uh, they almost didn't cast Judy Garland because she was too large, I guess. Okay. So they starved her. Oh. She wasn't their original choice. Let me find this. Yeah, who was the original choice? Let's hear this. I'm Get the story. The whole scoop. Sounds like they just had some Shirley horrible Temple? practices back in the I'm pr- No, I, you might be right. Sai says Shirley Temple. So the way the contracts worked during the the time period that these movies are being recorded is extremely, extremely different than the way they work now. You could just pull it out from un- under the rug on someone. So, yeah, the the actors were, like, essentially signed to the recording houses and obligated to do X amount of movies with very little to no control over what they did, how they did it, when they did it, etc. And this was also during a time where especially women didn't have a lot of personal freedom. So... While you may be promised a meal ticket to, you know, money and fame and, and, and wealth in some extent, that could be pulled out from under you immediately at the, at the uh, studio's discretion. In the way that it worked was a lot closer to, like, indentured servitude than it was an actual lucrative career. Um, yeah, so for instance, like... abuse. Um, actually, I can go down a segue of forcing people to use drugs oh, to look boy. a certain way in movies. Well, that's this is a thing. very um, before I get into the Judy Garland one. Are you familiar to with what they almost did to the guy that played Robin in the 1960s Batman show? No, I'm not. They almost um, oh, what's the correct term? What's the, not not. Cast castorized, castrated. He almost got chemically castrated. What? Why? We? Wh- yeah. Why? They almost you, chemically how? castrated him. Did he have like too much testosterone or something? And they wanted. They they wanted. So, are you familiar with what they wore in the show? The yeah. super the super tight. They wanted him to look more like a boy, and the bulge wasn't working. So they started to feed him pills to shrink his testicles. If. And oh. then he caught onto it and stopped in time before there was too much irreversible damage. Okay, then. Yeah. Ah. So he was almost chemically castrated without so knowing to play Robin. So it's only fair to assume that they took the exact opposite approach in Labyrinth? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, they they gave uh, David Bowie... Um, <laughs> they, they gave him... I know this is going really off topic. I am what? so sorry. <laughs> they gave we him the having, happy blue pill. <laughs> we were having a conversation at work tonight. <laughs> and I can tell you who later. I don't want to name them on air. You can. We've dropped names so many times. Okay, cool. What, one of the managers tonight admitted freely that if he was to choose a prescription drug to abuse, it would be Viagra. <laughs> John? Yes. <laughs> 
And then he shared one of his personal experiences from the one time he took Viagra and said it was a hell of a drug. Really? Okay. Viagra being a hell of a drug. Going, looping all the way back. So there, there's that little tidbit about the 1960s Batman mm-hmm. show. But they made, so the MGM, uh, the head of MGM yeah. referred to Judy Garland, Garland as his little hunchback. Okay. He, um, const- they, they made her wear corsets, really, really tight corsets. Mm-hmm. Um, was on, she was on diets and they made her take weight, uh, weight loss pills. Jesus, what the hell? Those weight loss pills also are not like and we're talking to lose weight to go to sleep and to wake up. Yeah, we're to control. Weight loss pill is a very, very innocuous way of describing the fact that she was basically on a regimen of uppers and downers. Yes. Yeah. Um, All right. So it's this is like a serious matter that she had to go through. Oh yeah. Dang. This yeah. Was This is a horrible story of abuse, but this is something that's risen to prominence because of the notoriety of the movie and, and the actress that have, you know, emerged from it. But this is something that was almost ubiquitous within the industry. This is something that anybody within that industry experienced um, during that time period. See, the stories I can think of, I can't list any by name because I don't remember the actors and the directors associated. But I remember hearing a lot of stories about a year ago of directors hiring certain actresses and having them play scenes like sex scenes and very intimate scenes just so that they could watch it. Watch watch them. So they could basically get Prime their fantasy put onto is uh I almost said Steven Hillenberg, but there was nothing wrong with that man. He was the guy that made SpongeBob, the other oh, one. Yeah. The one that made all the other Nickelodeon shows. Um Who's Jim? the guy that made all the Nickelodeon shows? Um. Had a big feet thing. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Yeah. Not, not. No, um, I could see his logo in my head. He has a logo? Was yeah, a he had pro- a whole production company. Well, yeah. Huh. Schneider. Dan Schneider. Okay. Huh. And, he, like, what shows were we talking about here? Uh, iCarly. Victorious, oh, yep. Zoe 101, this was all one that. Of I talked about. I heard about. Um, I'm not surprised at this point. Drake and Josh. Yeah. The, sure Amanda, the, the Amanda show. Pretty sure the video that I saw was specifically talking about Victorious in that regard, like the downfall of Victorious or something. Mm-hmm. It was a video on YouTube, something like that. Something that gets pushed across your recommended feed when you're very bored at night. But um, hmm. I think... Uh, Oh, it also turns out that, you know, like all the, the one big thing you hear about the Wizard of Oz is that you can see the munchkins hanging in the background. Yeah. Not true at all. Yeah. I that, did not, that did not happen. Hmm. Um, actually, I'm just going to look up because there's a lot of stuff that I don't remember. There was issues, I know, with the Wicked Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one was like with the lion was his suit was yeah. actually made of lion skin mm-hmm. and it was incredibly heavy. And incredibly, incredibly hot, incredibly hot. heavy. Dehydration so, occurs over long filming days. Yep. Especially with it being a movie that was like such at the forefront of trying to push color into cinema. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was such a groundbreaking movie. They were really trying to force the issue on things. 
Oh yeah, stage lighting is ridiculous to be on. I, ugh, I hate stage lighting. Are you guys familiar with the sequel to The Wizard of Oz? There's a sequel. A Return to Oz. The Wizard of Oz Two: Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> the what? I'm familiar with like the the modern film, but I don't think nope. that's what there's you're talking a, there's about. There's a sequel. There was a straight to TV. Interesting. Or straight to DVD, um, movie Return to Oz. Mm-hmm. It is terrifying. I want to do a whole episode about the world of Oz and all okay. the creepy shit in it. So I feel like this would be an episode where we need to watch this ahead of time. Do like a no, no. You just gotta look at the books. Oh, there's books. So okay. the the movie, the first movie, took out so much stuff that wasn't that was in the books because mm-hmm. they were like, we do not have the ability to do these things, and we do not want to put this on screen. Okay. Do you have any examples? I'd I'd, I'd have to look. Okay. Um, but the sequel follows it more closely. Oh boy. And if you're and saying even, it's bad, like they didn't want to put it on TV, man. And even the uh, Oz the Great and Powerful follows a, a little bit more closely. Mm-hmm. And that's the modern interpretation. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> talk about something while I'm looking at this. So I think a lot of the issues with abusing actors have gotten quite a bit better in the modern industry. The one thing that has been talked about recently a lot is uh, specifically with regards to Marvel actors and stuff. The like widespread use of steroids, like a ridiculous number of steroids to go from you know what? actors, uh, like Chris Hemsworth. No, we're talking about the directors did this. Yeah, the, the directors did steroids. Noah, I'm not surprised. We're talking like Chris Hemsworth on steroids like crazy. Really? Um. Oh yeah, he's 100 percent on steroids. That. Um. Oh, the guy that played. Uh, in the Eternals, um, the comedian. Oh, the uh, Indian comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of his name. He took steroids to get ripped for that mm-hmm. role. Um, uh, just a, basically a ton of them are on steroids to maintain their physique, and it's just really bad for their bodies as they get older. So the the guy that originally played the Tin Man mm-hmm. made it ten days into filming. Oh, before boy. he had a reaction to the aluminum powder. And was hospitalized for body aches, muscle cramps, and shortness of breath. Um, they were on a time crunch for the film, so they couldn't wait for his condition to get better. So they just recasted him. Mm-hmm. And they changed the makeup to make it safer. And the guy that originally played the Tin Man was unaware that he was removed from the film. There's some irony in recasting the Tin Man there. No, not anymore. Shout that was the issue. Shout, shout out to my metallurgy geeks. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, irony. <laughs> There's no irony. There, that was the issue, Cy. Mm-hmm. The only big things I can think of actors getting hurt lately has been like Tom Cruise. The, well, there's that. How about uh, he himself, Alec Baldwin though. killing someone? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. The way you phrase that is very... Uh, Alec Baldwin... Did unfortunately get involved in the process of somebody losing their life. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't his fault. It's the gun's fault. It was the gun's fault. People don't kill people. <laughs> guns kill people. You kill people. <laughs> Do you I could kill people. It's an old, old video on YouTube. It's guns like, don't kill, kill people. People, people kill, kill people. people with guns. <laughs> No, it was the, I thought there was one where it was the other way around. 
What are you talking about? The uh, the, same guy that uh, the paint for the Wicked Witch was horrible, and needed you ne- she needed to take it off and clean her face throughout filming because mm-hmm. of how toxic it was. It had copper in it. Oh, that sounds great for you. Um. Oh, she burned herself in the one scene where there was fire, and they. Uh huh. Yeah, she had severe third degree burns on her body from it. Hmm, that is interesting. Uh, she spent six months in the hospital. Six months? My God. Same thing happened to her stunt double. Whenever the one broom exploded. Uh huh. As she was flying on it. This just. Well, there's smoke that comes out of it Mm -hmm. in the film. And where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, this really just sounds like an instance of people not knowing what they were doing. How did they? In, okay, in the night in 1939, how did they find 124 Munchkin actors? They were. They, there was hundreds of right? them. They put them in one hotel. They made. They one got phone hammered call. every night, and the police so would the pick midgets. them up in butterfly nests. They made I shit. You one not this phone call to P.T. Barnum. And he literally <laughs> just got any freaks. Off. It was probably way easier to find, like, to make. You one know, as I was saying that, 120 of them. They'd raid the studio like this. They were an issue. They would raid the studio. <laughs> show go- ah, showgirls had studio. to escort out this. the bunches of munchkins with armed guards. You're you're talking about a group of oppressed people who are underpaid but are small enough to get drunk on like ten <laughs> cents worth of liquor, which was a lot of money back then. Yeah, that was a lot of money back then. And it was probably their whole paycheck for the entire film. But uh, they got hammered on their 10 cents. And they did it again. The Munchkins were only paid $50 a week, while Toto the dog was paid 125 Oh, my gosh. Oh, this just gets better and better. I you know, love that. Dog rights over humans. I want to say I'm disappointed, but it doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all for the time period. Uh, the entire cast was was dosed with carcinogens. Perfect. This Perfect. is no. It just said this. Is it just like uh, asbestos and stuff? Or oh, it's line right above it. Um, the snow in the the sequence whenever they all fall asleep in uh-huh. the rose was crystallized asbestos. Oh, great! I believe they used bubbles for that now, like foam <laughs> or fake snow. So, moral of the story, don't paint yourself with metals. Or gelatin, because apparently they painted horses with gelatin. Don't lay in asbestos. And don't wear a lion skin suit. I think we covered all our bases here. And with that, our interns are now going to go paint themselves with asbestos. So, within the industry, Judy was referred to as the fat little pig with pigtails. Oh... Have you ever seen the video of her black doing blackface? I have seen that. Yes. I have not. It's crazy. There's a lot of actors that do blackface out there that you wouldn't expect. Chris Rock. Especially nowadays. Chris oh, Rock. yeah. Have you, uh, you're familiar with Robert Downey Jr. In, they, yeah, Tropic Thunder doing blackface. That, that is the best. I wouldn't call that blackface. It was respected in the industry, is what I heard from it. Because I actually looked it up when I was watching the movie. I saw that. I watched. I didn't. The movie. I didn't realize it was him. Until I didn't realize it for a good same few with, minutes. Like that, Tom Cruise was in the movie. Mm-hmm. 
And I looked it up, and I was like, man, this is probably really controversial. How did Robert Downey Jr. not get canceled for this? And it turns uh, out Kevin it was Hart just, like, really gave respected. Him, gave him the pass. Yeah, it was um, interesting. This is what uh, the one guy that was making Wizard of Oz said about Judy Garland. Unlike other actresses, she could not successfully be cam- you cannot successfully camouflage her extra w- weight. She at just 411, she could be underweight and still appear heavy on screen. And they say a camera adds weight. She was on a strict diet of chicken soup, black coffee, and cigarettes. You know, those are all things that we'd Along say Along with pills to reduce her appetite. That just sounds like, like my homestead. <laughs> that sounds like homestead. Yeah, that just sounds like stuff today that we would say is not what you want to do if you want to lose weight. She was 16. The addiction would sl- actually kill her at the age of 47 in an accidental overdose. The addiction to the, the pills. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they got her completely hooked on these to the point where she overdosed. Her estate is probably making a fuck ton of money. It's just... Maybe, yeah. Off the lawsuits? No, not off the... I'm saying is off the though? royalties from uh, the film. Why would she get royalties? Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. That would never have been put in the contract. There's no way in hell. No. Huh. Wow. Yeah, so maybe off the lawsuits. I don't... Th- there probably wasn't. Just kind of seems like something that kind of faded into the past. It was just washed away and swept under the rug. I mean, Ronald Reagan had, like, numerous rape allegations brought against him while he was an actor and managed to be one of political like a I mean, same with America's, Donald Trump you know yeah but same when, with a lot of politicians to, when you talk to conservative America and like don't listen know, to this podcast yeah if you do you know watch where you're shopping but um no he's just triumphed like my family fully believes that Ronald Reagan is the best president to have ever lived oh, yeah. like Donald Trump did things that disrupted the I had a fight I fought like, with my mom like about I, how Bill Clinton like I was like well no sorry John F Kennedy cuz she was talking I'm sorry we were talking about how my mom said my mom had said that presidents are somebody that people should look up to and and I was like, that, that was different back then mm-hmm. that's not the case now like I don't think anybody's going to look up to Donald Trump that was the the topic of discussion yeah of how Donald Trump is a good president because he's not somebody to look up to. If you look up, and to I said, any if of you our look up to John F. Kennedy, I mean, uh, what's her fuck died and her body was missing for six days. And didn't it come out that he had like a shit no, not ton six of days, six hours. It was missing for six hours. Did it not come out that John F. Kennedy had a shit ton of mistresses as well? Yes. Yes. I mean, he pretty Marilyn famously, Monroe. yeah, he pretty famously was involved with Marilyn yeah. Monroe. Um, John F. Kennedy is an interesting case because the man did champion civil rights. The man worked very, very hard to... Yeah, but it was aside, completely aside from that. What they did as a person... Yes. You want to look up to them. Yes. And there was all the shit with Trump. And they want people to look up to Bill Clinton. Mm. Want people to look up to Reagan. I mean, Bill Clinton tried really hard. Do you know about Bill Honest, Clinton playing the saxophone and wearing sunglasses on TV? I'm very aware of that. Okay. <laughs> um, he Billy tried, man. Billy tried. Honestly... I think the only president that you could honestly look up to in the last century is Obama. Oh, wait, not the last century. Sorry, the last 50 years. You know, I would agree with that. I have started a couple of, of inadvertent arguments with people in, from my family by stating that I believe Obama is the last sane president we've had. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. He didn't do great things because of the position he was in. Yeah. He was forced to do. Mm-hmm. Very good at his job. But as a person, anybody could look up to that guy. Yes. He is He is genuinely someone that, like, you read what he says. He's a great speaker. He's great at bringing people together. He's great at, he's great at motivating. And even today, some of the biggest political messages that come out that people across the board share and follow and believe in are things that Obama says. So, yes. In addition to that, he also held himself with a level, he conducted himself with a level of just statesmanship and, and grace that you have not seen since. And frankly, I don't think you saw before. If, if you pay attention to the Bush administration, Bush was just bumbling around up there from like from a from a aesthetic standpoint. That man was just bouncing off the he was rails. flipping a coin on how to how to sign on stuff. Yeah, I swear to God. It was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, honestly, the, who the fuck was president for more terms than he should have been? Uh, uh, Roosevelt. Was uh, it FDR? 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 Mm-hmm. No, Three. no. Yes, him. Three terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he died in his fourth term. Yes. Very first month of his fourth term. Yeah. He, I'd say, who was after him? Dwight D. Eisenhower, he was a pretty good guy. He had a nice wife. <laughs> we we mean like nice wife as in she's a nice lady or nice wife as in man, I'd hit that. No, like a nice lady. Okay, okay. No, he means sure. man, I'd hit that. What was her name? Marilyn Monroe. No. <laughs> no. That's a good one. I'm Richard Nixon. <laughs> I am Richard Nixon and I I worked alongside um <laughs> I worked funny. alongside Ike Eisenhower. You'll get there someday. And then I took his position. <laughs> Cigarettes. Every time that somebody does a Richard Nixon impression and they start off with... <laughs> it, my mind like automatically <sighs> injects and I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And I did not have sexual relations with that woman. My name is Richard Nixon. <laughs> and I did not have yes. sexual relations with that woman. Are you sure, Richard? At least one of those things is true for you, though, Noah. I am Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon? You're back from the dead? I never died. I was abducted by aliens. Oh, shit. It's a whole conspiracy. Oh, God. Let me tell you about the whole underground of aliens in, in the United States. You are, are you guys familiar with Valiant Thor? You know, I, some, I know something <laughs> that was underground with you, Richard Nixon. What? A tape recorder. We don't talk about Waterloo. <laughs> Waterloo. The Battle of Waterloo. Watergate. Watergate. There you go. I just like to think that Richard Nixon is a big ABBA fan. Waterloo. Couldn't <laughs> escape if I wanted to. I can see it. I can see it. <sighs> Man. Noah, can you describe to me what Richard Nixon looks like? <laughs> He's definitely got like big, like the beaver cheeks. Okay. Like he's got the flappy cheeks, in my opinion. Okay. In your opinion. <laughs> I don't know. He adds everything with in my that in is my opinion. opinion. That is an iPhone. In, in my, my opinion. opinion. <laughs> From a certain point of view, that is an iPhone. We are we are on a podcast in, in my opinion, in my opinion. I don't want to be this is just my opinion. I am Richard Nixon and this is just my opinion. I don't know. I just feel like his big cheeks. He's definitely got a big nose. Yeah, big cheeks. You want to huh? see a picture of Richard Nixon? Big cheeks. I do. What? What? Yeah. No, yeah, I know he's right, but I... You got to get the whole picture in there. 
He definitely has like here. black brown here, I'll, hair. Yeah, I'll even animate it for you. I am Richard Nixon. Oh my god. And I did not have sexual relations with that woman. You guys should be here right now. Richard Nixon's in the building with me. No, he's not. You hadn't you didn't see anything. Richard, is this, are we recording right now? No, I promise we're not, Richard. Can you talk to me about the Watergate scandal? I don't know what you're talking about. We we get it, Nixon. You're afraid of being recorded. You've had some experiences there. I thought Bill Clinton said I did not have sexual relations yes, with that woman. Yes, that was Bill Clinton. That was that. Was that a good? He's got Bill his Clinton? dick sucked under the Oval Office. I did not get my dick sucked by Monica Lewinsky. Who is that? I don't even know who they're talking about. <laughs> did you see something about uh, Monica Lewinsky saying that the last Clinton administration? No, she didn't say this. Okay. okay. <laughs> did you see the thing where Barney said, "I'm gonna shoot"? He didn't say that. You didn't say that. I'm confusing to insane. Okay. For those of you that are unaware, this podcast is recorded exclusively after midnight. And generally after we've all worked. So there's some there's some discrepancies. And I've just made one. I was confusing a joke and an actual Monica Lewinsky tweet. Can we hear the joke first? Let's 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 do the tweet first because it'll make sense. Somebody said, you know, like, what's what's some bad life advice somebody gave you? And she said that a job at the White House would look good on your resume. Oh, she said this? Yes. Or is this like after Elon Musk bought Twitter and anybody could be verified and anybody could be No, this was, this was pre-Musk. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is actually verified. Um, the joke is that Monica Lewinsky is not voting for Hillary because the last, ad- last administration left a bad taste in her mouth. <laughs> you guys want to hear any other presidential impersonations? Can you do, can you do Bush? Can you do Bush? No, I'm asking you. I don't think I could do Bush. I can do Bush, the 90s grunge band. I already did Clinton. What, Bill Clinton? Oh, my God. I just remembered the the John Mulaney. I, I was just about to run through it from Bill Clinton's point of view. <laughs> from Bill Clinton's point of view. I met this woman once, and uh, I walked her home from the library. That sounded... Like Obama and Bill Clinton had a baby. You had like a very your dictation there was very uppity. Oh, sorry. I uh, can I do Obama? You gotta get that nice southern like. And I do. My name. <laughs> I could, I'm not even gonna try to do Obama. This is gonna be huge. There you we go. are going to. Uh, no, I can do better. Hold up. Give me. Give me a second. We are going to build a wall. Billions and 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 billions. The the trick is to tackle through bottom teeth. Who's gonna pay for this? We are going to raid the Capitol. Don't do what I say. All right, here we go. Raid the Capitol. All right, all right. January sixth. Are you doing Obama? My fellow Americans, I'm here speaking in front of you today to talk about. The great issues are plaguing our great nation. Oh my God, Barack Obama! How we, you doing, homie? We as a country, bring it in here. Can you must do come the, together? Can you do the intro to the B movie in our left hands? You must come in your left hands as a nation. If come I can come if in I my can left listen hand, listen to these voices. I could probably do them. So this actually brings up an interesting point. Something that I found out billions the other day. Billions and billions. That brings up an interesting point for you. <laughs> uh, just talking about the presidents. Okay. So, um, the, so there was. There was a... Uh, I could do an impression of George Washington. There was a potential bill that was going to go in place back during the Clinton administration. And this was, <laughs> this was in regards to um, some severe concerns about border control. This has been a My debated, teeth are wooden. A debated topic in our country, obviously. No, no politics here, but um, 
basically the rule was that they could take any individual that was suspect to having fraudulently entered the U.S. and uh, just lock them up. In lock prison. them up. Yeah, just lock them up in uh, these. They were going to build uh, basically industrialized prisons along the southern border. And these were going to serve as holding grounds for people that were thought to have entered the U.S. illegally. And so basically, uh, if you don't believe me, you can look it up. It Just look up uh, Bill Clinton Rule 34. And... Um, <laughs> what? What? Sorry, Noah was, <laughs> Noah was sucking on a jawbreaker and literally almost killed himself out of his side. I'm literally on my like, phone, about to text like, Chris back. He like and opened up like, his mouth and showed me it and then went to suck it back in and you could just hear a pop and then it hit the back of his throat. So yeah, Noah. Other other Noah. Go ahead and look up. Get your phone out since you have your phone on the table right oh, now. There's another Rule 34 where Obama tried to pass a law. Go ahead and look up Bill Clinton Rule 34. No, sorry, sorry. It's the first link. No. It was um, Biden tried to pass a law where the lightsabers in Disneyland, you can't fly with them. Bill Clinton, Rule 34, and it's the first link. Yeah, yes. that's dark chocolate, that's white chocolate. And then go ahead and share with the class over that's there behind caramel. you. It's, it's a really interesting read. It's white. There's red chocolate. But basically yeah. the whole plan was to take people and lock them up and have them perform uh, these just acts no, of service listening? until they could be... They called it released. What in the, the wild. Sam Lippity crap am I looking at right now? <laughs> yeah, I know. This is this is pretty scary. This is in our history. Can we talk about Jeffrey Epstein? Sure. Sure, go ahead. He created a pyramid scheme. Okay. Yeah? To get girls to come over and give her massages. Uh-huh. And through it like it was insane. So what he did was he would have girls come over. Why are you explaining this like I'm five? I watched the same Netflix documentary you did, you bitch. Did you watch it? We all watched this documentary. I'm not talking about it then. Go watch. <laughs> and moving go on. Watch, what's it called? Money, filthy, filthy, filthy rich. rich. Filthy rich. Filthy rich. On documentary Netflix. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead and look up Rule 34, uh, Bill Clinton. Noah just looked it up. He had a pretty interesting read through it. Um, if you haven't seen this before, you'll be really enlightened by what you see. I think it's really important that we all kind of recognize this as part of our history. And no, never to go back there. So with that, I think we should go ahead and segue into our next topic. And by segue, I mean not segue at all and just decide we're going to talk about something else. So what else are we going to talk about? Sai, do you want to rehash the podcast that doesn't exist? Are you talking I, about the Garfield podcast? I'm going to be honest. Um, one of the things that made that co- that topic very easy for me to dive into is the fact that I just watched it was so fresh an hour it's and gone. 15 minutes of content on it. Yeah, um, that video was disturbing. Yeah, I showed it to him oh last night. Oh my god! We uh, met up and did some work last night over at the uh, the Brewski Lounge, dude. The Broody Brew. That is the fact that that podcast doesn't exist is truly one of the like saddest things. It had the best cold open I've ever done. Not gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Um. The content was amazing. Quality content. It was yeah, shorter. It was, it was insane. It was packed of content. Now, are the guests aware? Uh, the guests, yep. Are the yes. listeners aware that we have a guest? I believe so. Maybe. Sai, you're not. A, you no longer consider yourself a guest. I consider myself to be on the mic, and Maddie not to be on the mic. So. Maddie just wanted to come hang out. Maddie, do you want the mic? There's a mic right there. 
Here, talking to this. There wasn't. You know, if you plug that into the right, uh, there you go. Oh, it's making noise. That is. We're getting you? some. I think she's talking. I in think Morse we got to interpret. Do you know what the uh, Morse code is for Donald SOS? Trump Rule Thirty Four? What? What are you talking about? SOS. Yeah, nailed it. Go. So many ABBA songs tonight. When you hear me, darling, when you hear me, SOS. SOS. I love the. I love you where you mean nothing else could save me, SOS. When you're gone, how can I even try to go on? I love the way they lean into that, and like I understand that. And if I'm incorrect here, and this makes me like literally just the most ignorant. The movie's called Mamma Mia. No. I don't believe ABBA's primary language is English. No, it's Swedish. Mm. I I thought so. So the way that they lean into saying SOS as if it's words instead of letters is what makes that hook so catchy. Oh. They go into the SOS, and you actually, like, they're adding a dynamic there that we would not have added in this. But I feel like we say SOS as a... But word not, rather like, than you can almost hear them creating a vowel sound before they get into the S itself, like S O N, the A before it. Yeah, there's yeah. like an A or it. it like can we an talk A-Y about sound. how there has not been a jukebox musical ever since then? Imagine Dragons almost did one with Spider-Man as the forefront. Dude, that would have been. That's amazing. where Radioactive album came from. It was originally really? mm. the album was written to be Spider-Man. Uh, in out of the dark. Spider-Man, turn off the lights. Okay. I can't think of what the the Broadway musical was called. It actually became a Broadway musical, but Imagine Dragons was brought on to write the music for it, and it fell through, and they turned it into the um, album that has Radioactive on it. So if you could choose a band that wasn't AJR... It would be Queen. You don't even know the question. No, he knows the question. Okay. (laughs) It would be, you know, if you could could choose a a band or a... an artist of some caliber. The Beatles. like. Okay, let me rephrase this because I, I apologize. The way that I phrased it was not fair to Machine you. Machine Gun Kelly. A modern artist. Somebody of the day. Quote um, AJR is writing a Broadway musical right now. But, yes. Mm-hmm. But you have to I don't think so they're such I don't think their music choice. wouldn't work. I think... Oh, an obvious choice. I wouldn't... Imagine Dragons. No, I... Count... Um, uh, One Republic. One Republic would be amazing. Coldplay. Yep. Coldplay, Coldplay would be really Coldplay good. Coldplay would be good. Um, honestly, if they wouldn't make one with Queen. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like Freddie Mercury, Mercury would have to be... A, he would create this. Yes. This would be his next step away from the band. Turning the... like He would be done doing live shows. You'd be like, let's turn this into, a, let's recreate our music into something else. So if you're not the original artist, one of the things that I think you would run into is, is an issue in this. Is that if you take the music of, say, Queen. And, and reinterpret try, it. Exactly. You just took all of the meaning that those songs have been assigned. I'm in love with my prescribed. car. Yeah, you, you just took all the meanings out of those songs. That everybody, like, you have a personal identity with yeah. the song. You have a personal identity with the song. That music is so vaunted. Mm-hmm. That if you reorganize it into a Broadway musical, only one person could do that, and that would be Freddie Mercury. Exactly. Like I don't think you can. I don't think you as an like an individual, not to discredit your. No, I don't think ability. anybody could do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're taking too much. That song has existed for so long that it would be kind of like taking 
the Coliseum and Coliseum and turning it into a nightclub. And like I don't just think, kind of disrespecting the history of it. And I don't think he would and I don't think he would use popular songs. Oh, absolutely not. Like Bohemian Rhapsody would maybe Hammer or Fall. I um, Innuendo would be in it. Show must go on, maybe. Mm. But like Innuendo, Hammer to Fall. Um, there's one other one I can't think Hammer of. Hammer to Fall would be an excellent like second. Like you have the opening score that kind of sets the scene, and then Hammer to Fall just comes in and it brings all this energy in, mm-hmm. and it just sets up like it. It creates this not dystopian, but you know this like this troubled future. It kind of lays the footwork for mm-hmm. for the. I think the... Innuendo would be a great song for it. Uh, what else? Uh, five seconds of summer. <laughs> Oh God, no, no. Um, who are you thinking of then for modern? Taylor Swift would definitely. I was, do this. I was thinking Taylor Swift. That was like on the forefront but, of my. But, but like, that's you too know, obvious. No, like, but you know how much chaos. Oh my God, it would be amazing. It would be worse than Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it, it would be, be worse amazing. than Hamilton. Look at her music videos. Look at the amount of attention to detail that's involved in those, and she clearly has creative. You know. Heavy creative input and direction into that. Yeah, she, it's something she's passionate about. So I could see like, and she clearly is not suffering for lack of content. Yeah, so I could see that. Yeah, she's going, clearly not suffering. What if the movie for the the Queen, well, not movie, the Queen Broadway show, A Night at the Opera, like that 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 album was intended, yeah, mm-hmm. to be exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of a thing that was back in the day. Rock operas were a yeah. thing. Uh, you don't see that as much anymore. A lot of one of the reasons that sticks evolved in the way that they did, and the whole reason that Mr. Roboto exists is because of that culture. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Roboto pretty much ruined the band, and they refused to sing it live for thirty years. Yeah, there's a lot of bands that have songs like that that they just hate. Mm-hmm. Like people love the song, the like fir- Radiohead and Creep. They yeah. hate, I love this album. Yeah. Cover. Hate Creep. The first time that I saw Modest Mouse, they did not play Float On, which is the only Modest Mouse song that has, you know, mm-hmm. that is in anywhere in approaching the general ethos as far as music's concerned. Huh. And it was so confusing. At that point, it was the only Modest Mouse song I knew. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Now, if we're talking like rock opera, I don't know. I, okay. It was just a. It was just a thought that popped in. Are my you head. familiar with the rock opera that? Uh... <laughs> I was waiting for you to get here. <laughs> what? Carry on. My wayward son. Do you okay. know that? I don't know. I want to be peace when I'm you going. are done. This is a rock opera that was once pitched to Robert California. <laughs> That's not what I was going to get. Dang it! <laughs> I'm talking about the one that uh, you know, tick tick boom. Saliva. So what? The song uh-huh. Tick, Tick, Boom by Saliva? No, Tick, Tick, Boom, the musical yeah. about oh, the, no. <laughs> whatever the fuck his name is. Andrew Garfield? No, not Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson. John. Hancock. Yeah, John, John, John Lennon. John they made Lenny. a John Lennon rock opera called Tick, Tick, Boom. Yes. <laughs> no, it's about uh, the guy that wrote Rent. Rent. Red? Rent. Taylor Swift. Rent, the Broadway musical. John Williams. John Wilkes Booth. Now let's go. Let's flip it. John there. Wayne Gacy. Um, John Jonathan Larson. Okay. He wrote a rock opera that never came out. Hmm. It was like the Tick Tick Boom is essentially about him writing the rock opera and it failing, and about turning thirty. And I don't know. I just thought a rock opera. Thought of that. Let's flip this the other way. What is a film? 
or sort like media that you would like to be turned into a Broadway show? Ooh. I'm going to be completely... Are, are we talking with, like, the musical aspect still intact? We talking, like, like a Broadway show or, I'm like, talking a, a like theater a, performance or a musical? I am, I'm talking about broad, bringing this to Broadway, like how Beetlejuice was brought to Broadway, okay. Mean Girls. So, as a musical. As a musical. Hmm. And it cannot already be a musical. Yes. Okay. I don't have an answer for this one yet. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I I gen- I don't watch a lot of movies, and I don't want to pick something that's like. I'd like to pick something fairly recent within the last few years. See, the thing that I think about with this is just how horrible Rogers the Musical was in the Marvel stuff. Like, I absolutely hate that. But that's the point. Yes, it's the fact that any movie that gets made into a musical is just, just so on the nose bad. No, Beetlejuice was very good. It's because they were mean original Girls about wasn't it. wasn't bad. Mean Girls wasn't bad. No, Mean Girls was not bad. Legally Blonde's a fine musical. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that one. What about The Breakfast Club? See, I, I, I feel like that's been that. done. I thought of that. It doesn't like the dynamics. I don't... I don't that, that is way too gritty. Like, it's it's the lack of substance around it and the fact that it drowns you in um, the circumstance. I don't think that translates to a musical. Back ah. to the Future is getting a Broadway show. Is it really? Yes. That's awesome. I have an idea. One of the Pirates of the Caribbean films. Oh, slash, slash the and franchise have, as a story. have Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. You know how you were saying something about like people using drugs to maintain their role? Mm-hmm. Do you think Johnny Depp does that? Like, it's not steroids, it's cocaine, but, you know, he, <laughs> he uses it to maintain his roles. Yeah, that's what's in his box. Yeah. yeah. He's method acting. I got a job. What did, what did you say that you could put cocaine in that box? Well, I mean, you could, I, uh, let me get, let me th- see if I can do a Johnny Depp impression. Get, get real low. <clears throat> um, well, I would say that you could, I, a I mega pint? I, I would say that you could put uh, anything in that box. I, I would say you could put a lot of things in that box. The majority of movies that I watch tend to be psychological thrillers. And what about like so what I about Psycho? I have like Human what about American Psycho as a musical? Ameri- but it's oh like all in his God. head. That would be fucking awesome. So a movie that, that is that movie going, s- no a movie that is going to be that the se- have you watched Joker? No. Watch. Yes. Yes. With uh, all they do is going to be a, a musical. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh-huh. Whatever his name Joaquin is. Phoenix. Joaquin. The second one is a musical because of how insane he became. Yeah. That's fascinating. As Lady Gaga is going to be in it as uh, Harley Quinn. I'm really excited for this one. It's going to be a musical, but you're seeing it through his eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Harley Quinn, you God. watch her go mad. It's just basically a deeper dive so into the joke. What it's going to be about is he's locked in Arkham Asylum, and one of the people working in the asylum is, what's it, what is her name before it's Harley Quinn? Harleen Quinzel. Harlan, Harlan Quinzel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she falls in love with the Joker mm-hmm. and slowly goes mad. She he makes her slowly go mad. So it's going to be, I'm thinking it's going to be a musical all in his head, and it's slowly going to leak into her reality. So and that's how you that's going to be the like sign of them going crazy that they're seeing it as a musical. When I went and saw the Joker, I cannot remember why I went and saw it because it's very outside of the spectrum of what I normally. Mm-hmm. Want. But honestly, it really isn't. From the outside, it is. But once you get okay. into it, your expect my expectations were very very. You were going into it superhero, so my my perception of the Joker, was very much like, those kids in high school who think they're way more fucked up than they are, and they wear the Joker Converse and the black jeans. The and thing is, with nobody the Joker, understands. He them. was no he was no one. 
Yeah. Before this movie. No, I watched the movie and it completely, like, it revolutionized. Wow. I can't talk. Revolutionized my concept of that character as an individual. It made me very much appreciate a storyline that up until that point had kind of, like, subliminally become a joke for me. Well, it wasn't. He had no backstory. There was no set. In the comics, they deliberately did it this way. There was no set backstory to Joker. There's no name. He has no name, a Mm -hmm. real name. He has no actual backstory that is like, okay, look at Batman. His parents were both killed. He was raised by his butler. You look at Superman. His planet was destroyed. He was sent to Earth kind of Mm -hmm. thing. There wasn't that for the Joker. Okay. He was just a facade. Yeah. So this movie created that backstory. So everybody's getting that same reaction that you got. Okay. That's fantastic. And it, 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 grew, well, it, grew, it grew much beyond like being a superhero-esque what, movie. What it does is it humanizes something. It like I watched that movie and felt like I, you know, if things turned out differently in my life, you could parallel with the Joker. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's a concept that I hadn't really like had not been introduced to my mind before. Um, as far as movies that I think would make good musicals. I'm not coming American up with a Psycho. Lot. I think honestly, I think American I think Psycho would be amazing because it's just the way the movie plays out is just campy enough that it could crush as a musical. Yeah, you could put music in there and not like, like imagine, imagine there being there there being a song of him talking about the print. Yes. On business cards yes. and it just being a fucking rambling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or him like having having an absolute breakdown because he can't he can't get his reservation. Yeah. So he's just freaking out. Or like, guys, dude, we making an American we, Psycho musical. We, we can't release this podcast. <laughs> Copyright. Honestly, I don't care who makes it. Honestly, yeah, we're not going to. We could. Future of Ticket Media. <laughs> Sorry, it's such a good idea. Like, imagine the like the climax of the film. Whenever he's wearing the the outfit, the outfit, mm-hmm. yeah, killing somebody, and it's an absolute ballad. Well, okay. There's music already injected into that scene. <sighs> Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. And he actually goes on a rant. Like if you if you listen like right before he actually Imagine it to going throw, between ballad and him ranting and ballad and ranting and he's explaining like the song. Hip to be square. Uh-huh. Like do you, mm-hmm. I I used to be able to quote it, I can't now. But it literally goes into like him explaining like it's not a stand up it's not just a statement about the brands or the band's identity, but about the joy the joys of social conformity. That's you can literally work that into a song about a song in the middle of a musical. I mean, I think only one person could play him. Patrick Bateman? Yeah. Who? Patrick Bateman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck play what's his fucking name? Is he still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Um this movie was shot in the 90s, man. What did he play? Who did he play? 30 years ago. You know, the guy that played the fucking Gore God Butcher in Batman and... Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale. You didn't know that it was Christian Bale? I don't That know. dude, I got so many facts about him in that movie. He sweat on command. They thought he was a robot. Oh, yeah. yeah. The scene where he's sweating over the business cards, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they just said he would just start sweating. And then they'd cut the scene, he'd instantly stop. They'd watch him... There's like so many nuances in the film like as soon as people aren't looking to him the facade turns off and you see it mm-hmm. you see him flip so fast that was a movie that like really i obviously like was socially aware of the movie well before i watched it mm-hmm. and so you start to general you start to form these generalizations 
it defied every one of my expectations. That is an amazing movie. The like, scene, there's a reason that it's still talked about. The scene where Willem Dafoe and him are fighting at the end, that mm-hmm. um, they shot 16 different versions of that and cut them all together. So you don't know who has the edge because they shot it 16 different ways. Okay. And they cut all the different shots together. So that there's no clear advantage. Yes. Wow. Hmm. Love that movie. There. That's it. If you guys could think of something better to be a Broadway musical. I don't know if it would be better, but one came to my mind. It would be weird. Okay. But I think it might just be weird enough that it would work because of the way it was done. I think a Matrix movie would be an interesting musical. No. Not in the way that you think about how the Matrix movies are. Like a rock opera? Yes. Okay, yeah. Kind of an electro rock opera. Okay. I just don't like the Matrix movies. That's understandable. After I like I like the first one. As soon as I watched the other ones, it ruined all of them. I liked Matrix One. Mm-hmm. I liked Matrix Three. I didn't particularly care for Matrix Two as well. Did you watch the newer one? I did. I was one of the people that thoroughly enjoyed it okay. because it was it I was so self referential. Rehashing the second one, a little bit. It was a little bit of a rehash of the second film. Well, if you liked the first, you liked the third, and you didn't like the second, it makes sense that a rehash of the second mm-hmm. would. The only reason there were parts of this new one that did not work for me. Okay. However, the only reason I think it did work in general was because I was okay with it being a self commentary. Okay. Like okay. on the fact that this should never have been made. Like literally in the film they were talking about how this shouldn't be made. That mm-hmm. it's just a corporate money grab trying to eke money out of it. People got mad because they literally dropped the name Warner Brothers in the film. They said Warner Brothers was behind <laughs> like in the world he was developing a game for Warner Brothers. He was developing okay. a Matrix game yep. as a money grab. So people were kind of mad that they got that self-referential with it. But I think it worked if you were able to kind of understand that it was very much being an, remove. It was being an on-the-nose, like really hammering it over you. Hey, this is a corporate money grab. Do you think they're going to make another one? I don't think they will. No. I don't think so. Ghostbusters. I feel like that's been done. Has it? It kind of makes sense that it would have been done. To me, Ghostbusters, I don't think it would work because we've already seen what a departure from the Ghostbusters formula looks like. Yeah, you're And right. it did not get received well. Nope. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a Ghostbusters movie. I really it. think that the individual charisma of those actors mm-hmm. together, you could have put them in any situation. Ghostbusters, the, the script is fine. Yeah. You could have put them in any script, in any time setting, and it would have worked. Yeah, that yes. group. Yes. Well, uh, same thing with uh, BBC Top Gear. I don't know if you've ever actually... we. Yeah, Top Gear yeah. Grand Tour. They do if a whole bunch of shows. Their their individual chemistry. I would watch them. James May has a cooking show. Yeah. I don't cook. I mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> like their chemistry, you could put them in a bottling plant in Nova Scotia and just have them figure out how to like take coke out of the assembly line and put it on a truck and then yes. watch it. It's they're so the the desirability the the service that they provide is not the substance but rather that like the aura the synergy. I think of them more more than car reviewers. I think that is their their media format. They yes. use that as their porthole. Mm-hmm. They're comedians. They oh, are abso- a group comedy are. show absolutely that uses car talk as their format. Well, they're they're explicitly relatable because they have like the dynamics of people who have been friends for a really long time, yes. and they have been, mm-hmm. and and they have that comfortable humor where they they can kind of anticipate where that person's going exactly, and they're able to cut them off of the gap, and like there's this. It's kind of like how we react. How we exactly? React. Mm-hmm. I th- I think that the thing that really makes that show so good is that it is either 
or simultaneously very relatable and very aspirational because you can either relate to it or you want to be able to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What if they made a show called, this is completely separate than what I was just thinking and laughing about. What if they made a show called Top Fear where they just, (laughs) what did a scary situation. It's like the X Factor, but with them. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, there we go. They're a Halloween special. But I was thinking about combining improv and Broadway. <laughs> oh, no. That's how um, you ruin careers. Um, Everybody gets canceled at the end of yeah. that, man. Yep. That sounds amazing. <laughs> See, the <laughs> thing with humor these days is you have to be so cautious oh with what's God, funny. I know. And what you're allowed to make fun of. Look at Eddie Murphy would never. Even though things, like, you can laugh at things. But the moment that it gets made into a joke, people yeah. will get offended by it. Yeah. Whereas things that we can agree are just generally funny. Like, if you make a joke about that, you're going to laugh about it. That's. You, are you guys familiar with the movie Jojo Rabbit? Yes. So it's a movie about, it came out in 2019. Okay. It was a the kid's got Hitler as his imaginary friend, right? Yeah. So this kid has grown up in the regime. Okay. And, I mean, you know how children would view Hitler if they grew up in the regime. He is. I mean, I don't like you can imagine. I would, Idol. but yes. You can imagine. His imaginary friend is Hitler. Okay. And it's about just him going through German childhood, kind of. And, like, at one point, um, like, so Scarlett Johansson is in the film. At one point, they have a Jewish girl in there, hiding in their closet. Mm-hmm. And there's the dilemma of this kid being like, I need to do, I need to be good for Hitler. But then this is going on. Yeah. And it's just basically at the forefront of Nazi Germany. Yeah. But Taika Waititi couldn't find somebody to play Hitler. So he was just like, fuck it. I'll play Hitler. Mm-hmm. He's he's from New Zealand. <laughs> he is the last person you would expect to play Hitler, but he was like, fuck it. I literally cannot get anybody to do this. Because yeah. I feel like, he's, he was like, I feel like he it is like... disrespectful to ask somebody to do it. Mm-hmm. And it would tarnish somebody's career if they did it. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, I know this movie's going to be good. I will play Hitler. Yeah. I'm the only one that can do it. It's on HBO Max. You'll have to watch it. It is a very okay. good watch. Very good movie. Uh, I will absolutely have to look into that. That The the basis of that sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's really um, good. No, we, we've we definitely, like, one of the things that I think you have to be very, very careful with with humor, and obviously this is a line that we've come very close to on the show. Very close to. Um humor one of the styles of humor that really drives me is gallows humor and and just having Ooh. dark gallows humor oh like mm-hmm. hanging people yes i love <laughs> that. i love that shit um, what are you jake paul <laughs> <laughs> look he's oh my god he's actually dead guys turn off the cameras so <laughs> that would be a good broadway musical <laughs> it's just 45 walking seconds. through the source, suicide forest <laughs> um what about like a saw when musical? you have um, I don't know. I so I have not seen a musical. lot of classic movies. So what about like a horror musical? So I was just thinking that that's actually something. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched the movie A Simple Favor. No, nope. It was like a what about like Hereditary? Oh no. Continue. Um, it was like a 2017, 2018 release with uh, Blake Lively in it. I don't think it was. I personally I don't think it was, think a, it was a musical, but I think it very well could have been. <laughs> it's it's a psychological thriller. So like the entire way through it, I, I feel like one of the reasons I like I love that genre of movie, but I feel like it wouldn't translate. It's so difficult to translate that to to a musical because one of the 
things about a musical that I really enjoy is how it brings you to a point of emotion and then takes you to a different place mm-hmm. and then a different place. And it really kind of, I know that you can't relate to this because you're a psychopath, but for normal people, it really, I'm still sitting on American Psycho as a music. It, it like brings you through this this world of emotion. It lifts you up and it puts you down. It moves you to the left, and then obviously you're to the right, and you don't know why. Um, and with anything, I wouldn't know. I see. I don't know why. Is building that suspense. You obviously have that up and down, but it's much more linear mm-hmm. because you're not like you're. The idea is that you're slowly building that like that suspense it. and that feel that burden of you know I don't get what it. is going to happen and that desire of some point of resolution. I don't get it, and I feel like that's a lot more difficult to do in a musical format than it is in a mm. in a visual jump format. scare songs. <laughs> Sinister as a musical, <laughs> what is, isn't that the one that's considered like the scariest horror movie? Sinister two. Sinister two. Oh my yeah. god! What if you just had like a live band surprise the audience from behind, like they all sneak in? They're like, no, 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 no. They're sitting in the audience. <laughs> they are the audience. <laughs> How the fuck do you hide a trombone for forty-two minutes, Noah? <laughs> what do you think I've been doing this whole time? <laughs> Is that a trombone in your ass, or are you just happy to see me? I can't tell which is better, his Clinton or his trombone. <laughs> They're very close. They are. Richard Nixon, the musical! Oh, oh no. It's like Hamilton, but it's like Hamilton, worse. but horrible. I don't even know how to rap. Why do I feel like someone rapping in I that would voice would be very pay. entertaining? I would pay money. You ready I'd... for this? Do you know? Give it up for America's favorite fighting Frenchman, Nixon. I'm taking these horses by the reins and I'm making red coats, white blood stains. This I'm is never gonna stop until I'm jumping over scatters the main time. Watch me escape when I'm enraging. I'm escaping. I'm engaging. I'm rhyme. Gonna have France more funds. I come back with more guns and ships. I sell about on ships. You know, your Richard Nixon sounds very similar to your Joker. You wanna hear my you you wanna hear how I got these scars? I think I would make a really good musical. This is also my impression of Heath Ledger, but <laughs> No, I've got a better That's impression like... of Heath Ledger. You ready? Ready? Oh. No. Okay. That's not funny. Only I make jokes like that. Did you just say that's also your impression of Heath Ledger? Yeah, because he plays him. Yes, I know. It's just... (laughs) It's something the Joker would say. Do you want to see a magic trick? My father was a speedrunner. My father... He was a... How do I say he was a... Racist. <laughs> oh no, you're describing Midwest America. Did you just say racist? And he made me wake up in the morning and I just looked a little tan, you know? So he said, hey, son, why don't we... <laughs> so do you remember when I said something about... <laughs> why don't you put some uh, white paint on your face? Remember when I said about like why, like we've drawn very close to some lines on the podcast. Carry on. <laughs> and then one morning he gets up and he's like, oh, why are you so serious? So he got on his favorite razor and uh, grabbed me by the cheek and went up and got all the way up my 
And of course, you can't just do that on one side, you know? You have to complete the job. Is this a reference to something? No, I'm just going off. Wow, you're doing this really well. Yeah. He's coming out. This is him. This is him This is coming. Noah's coming out. This is him coming out as a joker. Yes. Oh, I am the joker. Um L- LJ and then, TQ. Yes. And then you go up the other cheek and I go, Dad. I don't appreciate this, you know? So I grabbed him by the phone and I squeezed until his eyes turned to pop out. And that's whenever I knew that this was my favorite thing to do. You wanna see a magic trick? And that's my audition to replace Heath Ledger as the Joker. Well, the spot is open, so we'll yeah, have the our spot's very call. open. <laughs> so if they ever wanted to do, if Chris Nolan ever wanted to make another Batman movie, yeah, and needed somebody to play the Joker, I'm yes. a little young. You could always do a little bit of CGI, a little bit of deep you just fake. Just work mm-hmm. another summer with us at Homestead, and you'll be fine. Oh, I want to. You ever worked in a restaurant before? I don't really fuck you up. You ever, you ever solely run on? You know, it's funny because you you work in a restaurant, you know, and you think uh, you're surrounded by food, and you think you just get to eat, and you go, oh, "I'm so hungry, and I really just want to eat some food." And the only thing that you can yeah, because I'm up Carry against on. the microphone. I I'm can... sorry. Please don't stop on our oh. account. <laughs> and uh, the only thing that you uh, the only thing that you get to eat. And what's not really eating, it's more... You get to drink a lot of caffeine. A lot of it. You think, oh, that chicken alfredo that's been sitting in the window for quite a long time. But guess what? We're still selling it. We're gone 45 minutes with that chicken alfredo sitting in the window. And guess what? I'm still making you pay 22 fucking dollars for that chicken alfredo. And you're going to eat every last bite of it. One time... One time we had a party. <coughs> One time we had a party and someone, someone forgot to put, someone forgot to put the French toast casserole in the oven. Guess who got salmonella? The entire party. Guess who had to refund 40% of the meal? I did. We still going. <laughs> this is he's clearly really good. he's clearly drawing from like all that this is hatred and rage. This is authentic. You've been thinking of this for a while. No, this is just off the cuff. This is your Joker origin story. You don't I that, don't think you understand that this is premeditated. This is your any bad day moment. Yes. All it takes is one bad day. All it takes. <sighs> Let me tell you something. I am I am one mean old lady away from becoming the Joker at Homestead. Maybe I'll do it this weekend. A table comes up and goes, I they come up and I see their steak. And they've eaten half their steak. And then they realize halfway through their steak that they want their meal half off. They want their meal taken off their bill whenever they realize that their steak was a medium well instead of a medium rare. But they've eaten half the fucking steak. You're not getting any money off that steak. I'm just going to grab my knife and make you smile just like me. 
You want more blood on your steak? I can give you more blood on your steak. <coughs> um, that's it. I can't. I. I don't even know what to say to that. That's just really good. Thank you. That is Thank very you. good. Um, you know, society at home said it's just fucked up. I don't really feel like I can contribute in any way to what's just happened. Yeah, I don't know if we can follow up with that. That was an exemplary uh, piece of work, and, and I appreciate it. I'll do a whole episode as him. I believe it. Oh, yeah. Um, You know when you said you're just you know one little old lady away? My mind always, anytime I hear that <laughs> phrase or, or something gets constructed. I feel blood in my throat. I, I go back to 21 Jump Street. And the principal goes, I am one more gay little yes. black kid getting punched in the face away from a mental breakdown. I am a, I am one gay little black kid away from a mental breakdown. I get... Right. I, that's, <laughs> that's not it. Nope. That's not it. I am the Joker and I am coming out of the closet. That phrase runs through my mind multiple times every weekend. And I want to share it with people because it amuses me. And it provides some comic relief to what is inevitably a stressful scenario, but I'm always afraid that somebody's not going to understand mm-hmm. the reference. Because it's not like, you know, a clear reference. And then I'll just get, you know, well, there you go. Yeah. and fired. And, um, and well, that facade that I just did is sitting under me at Homestead do you, uh, at all times. Do you want to share that with the, the new host that we got next time that you were with her? Please. No. Do it. Why not? <laughs> Maybe She'll it'll quit. work. You can give me a copy of this, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually, it's really good. Oh, it's, you crushed it. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how we can follow up with that. Yeah, I have. I don't. My favorite thing is the lip smacking. That was my least favorite thing. Yeah, but, but it that's, really, he does, that's, that was perfect. That kind of reminds me of like one of those things where you notice, sometimes I'm sitting and I'm listening to someone talk. And it's the ADHD part of my brain. I know it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes... Then you get fixated on it. I can fixate on not the words they're saying, <laughs> but the certain sounds that they make. Like the sounds in between the T's. Like little clicks. Sometimes they're S's or the whistle. Or the little breaths they take. Yep. I remember the first time I noticed this, I was at the book fair. Not the book fair. I was the, at the uh, book fair the English when I was festival. a kid. And mom wouldn't get me my copy of Ripley's, believe it or not. It was English Festival in, like, uh, eighth grade, I think. And I so I killed her. Listening to this guest author speak. <laughs> I made her smile forever. And I was sitting there, and I just kind of zoned out, and I kept hearing them. Oh, my God. We were at the we were at the English thing. Yeah. And we were listening to the guy that wrote Drums, Girls, and Dangerous Pie mm-hmm. speak, probably. Ian Sommerhalder. That's not him at all. E- Sondheim? I think. That might be it. I was it just is saying Sondheim. He, I forget the first name, though. I mean, you can just look up the book, Drums, Girls, yeah. and Dangerous Pies. Hmm. I could just go right back in, you know. I, I have no doubt. So you seem... Uh, well, we know you can go right back in. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you know what this skull is? What's the skull? Let me tell you about my skull. It's my skull. <laughs> like, it's your skull? You took it out? Is yeah, I took it out. This is somebody else's skull in my head. I know being a, a visual medium that this is going to be very clear to everybody oh, yeah. listening. There's a skull in my hand. There is a skull in his hand. In case you <laughs> can't. It's need to be watching this podcast, not listening. It's weird that there's still a, a, a functioning jaw attached to it. 
Oh, no. <laughs> There's not going to be. There's George oh, Rock no. listening to my impression. Whose skull was that? We ours. bought it. We it bought was it ours. For it the, was for uh, set decoration. Set. Why? Okay. What part of you felt like you needed a skull for set decoration? Were you. For Halloween. Okay. I didn't know if this was like a Hamlet thing. No, it was a Hamlet thing. To me or not to me? <sighs> yeah, that is the question. That's Hamlet. Hey, Shakespeare. That'd make a great do you, musical. Do you think he was one person? <coughs> no. Okay. He was a collective. He was a collective? I personally think Shakespeare was a uh, a person that had multiple personality disorder. And he existed in a harmony of coming up with a bunch of ridiculous ideas. Oh my god, he's they me. All, all of his different voices. Oh, all, all you guys saw. So you know how people with... Uh, with with that disorder, they can change mm-hmm. themselves entirely because that they're disorder. as they switch through the system. Uh, I couldn't think of it. Mental, a lot of multiple mental disorder. <laughs> multiple mental multiple disorder? personality you just disorder. Everybody in this room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> multiple personality disorder. So how like in their head how it works is like in their head. People, in their head, yeah, yeah. In that, in my head, in my head. Go MGK on that? In my head. I knew that was your MGK voice. I was going with the cranberries. Oh, I just mm. instantly went. But I know you're zombie. Zombie. Eh, eh, what's in your head? Okay, we're not. <laughs> in your head. But how it works for them is like there's a seat. Zombie. And like they just like you can get up out of the seat and the next personality come in and sit down. So their whole. Have you watched some of the psychiatric interviews that are available mm-hmm. on YouTube, mm-hmm. especially from back in the day, like the 50s and 60s? Oh, and God. Stuff? Holy shit. But I think I have Terrible. that. I think the I Joker's in my head. I have. <laughs> Why do you think I'm able to so easily slip in there? I don't know. I think he's. I could probably do Beetlejuice. I think I could do Beetlejuice pretty well, too. <laughs> I think you've got some views on your Beetle. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, those those videos. I want to fucking go, Cyril. You come. what I'm talking about, because those videos. Are one of the only things I've ever watched that actually made me go, "Oh shit!" We watched these in my neuroscience class. We watch them. Holy! It was. Wow. It's really kind of sobering. It just kind of hits you when they switch. I've watched like people do it. It is terrifying. I watch like people nowadays. Do, like, how's it different in the fifties and sixties? It was just like raw back then, and it has this. I don't know. It kind of has a horror movie esque feel. You ever to watch? It. Is it like Split? No. <laughs> <laughs> No. I've actually seen so you know like the therapist reacts videos on YouTube where they break down scenes in movies. Yeah. <clears throat> so they did a breakdown on Split and it was basically horrible. You're welcome. It's one of the worst representations of. I've watched like actual uh, like DID. real people who have D- DID. Is it different in the '60s? Like, what's different about it? It's just like, is it just like that? That I think it's the like that. I think what frames it aesthetic. for me is partially the aesthetic. Partially the fact that it was much less understood, which it is, is translated through the way that they interact with the people. Yeah. And in addition to that, with the society that we live in now, multiple personality disorder comes up, at least most commonly in my experience, when it comes to crimes. And, you know, they're mm-hmm. they're using it to excuse or, or, or rationalize the behavior. And so anytime <laughs> that you have that, Look you have... How astonished he is. <laughs> yeah. You have people that are going to be using that to their advantage, right? So it seems 
and I don't mean to be dismissive. My right, jaw has dropped. But it inherently casts a shadow on the validity of any of those claims, right? Like mm-hmm. it's in pop culture. Everybody knows about it. Everybody wants to talk about it. Every it's it's like fucking being. Oh my god, there's a TikTok. It's like, it's like a gluten allergy. So yeah. there's like, a. Every, we're all aware of it, and so it inherently casts some level of doubt on um, whether or not like you have it, right? Mm-hmm. There's this TikTok that I found that puts that takes. I'd like to. I'd like to complete my my thought process Hold on, here just while real you quick. get on your TikTok. I'm not going to play the TikTok, but it, I'll send it to you guys. Oh, where thanks. You know I don't have TikTok. Well, you can... I won't, though. Did you know that apparently Apple is investigating TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, um, it, it basically flips like a, uh, sci- a, a psychologist, psychiatrist, uh, what the fuck are they called? Psychiatrist? <clears throat> psychiatrist talking to somebody with autism and like yeah. the way that they speak to them, but make, flipping it so the normal... The normalcies are the autism, calling it allism, is what they called it in the thing. And mm-hmm. hearing it from that point of view, and how they speak to, how they would speak, let's say, let's flip it to where autism is the normal state, mm-hmm. and our state is n- not normal. Not that it is mm-hmm. right now, but a normal state of being is not normal. Mm-hmm. And then looking through it with that frame of mind, and how they speak to them, you get this clear picture and how they're like, not misrepresented. But like misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll send it to you guys. Watch it. But sorry, continue. Oh, you're good. <coughs> so there, there's the aesthetic. There's the there's the understood lack of understanding of the issue in these videos, and then there's the, in that maybe this is a construct in my mind. But again, it's like a gluten allergy. You know, once it's out in the ethos <laughs> and everybody knows about it, there's more of a, like you start to get skeptical. Like, do you really have this? Is this you know? Are you a hypochondriac, etc. Mm. Let's give them like, a lobotomy. They're like they stand to gain nothing from doing these interviews. They stand to gain nothing in the form of notoriety, in the form of reduced prison sentences or altered confinement. Like they're doing this. I'm under the impression for medical research, right? So it seems very authentic. And when you watch that transition, and you know that they haven't watched four decades of television explaining how that works, including a perception. Yeah, of it's that. different. It's very then. raw. It's very unfiltered. <laughs> I it's think it's crazy. The craziest thing to me is watching it wash over them completely. The mannerisms change. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not like just like how like what they say. Oh, it's body language. Think. Like they they become an entirely different person. Yes, and I I which really makes you start to wonder like how much control do we have over the individual we are? We we attribute at least I attribute a lot of things in my life to default. Right, this is an instinct for me because of the of. The way I was raised in the music I listened to and the media can like all these factors, all these facets, right? You think all these other people are sitting how? up there in my head and I'm just have the ability to keep them from well Well how much have you Well, do, do I how much of the subconscious <clears throat> do you actually have control over? You don't. Have you ever no. tried to ask somebody in your dream what time it is? What the fuck? No. I've never tried to ask somebody in my dream what do time it. it is. Do it, they'll kill you. If you wake up in your dream <laughs> You're in a, the astral plane, okay? And there's no time in the astral plane. So if you ask what time it is, they know that you're awake in the dream. So some demonic entity can attach onto you and come back into the world whenever you wake up. Look this up. This is a thing that people believe. Have you been <clears throat> awakening your third eye? No, I've just been watching a lot of... What the fuck are the, those, the horror movies called? Um, the Shining. No. There's like four of them. Legally Blonde. Insidious? That is a horror movie. It has. Do you know? Have you seen it? No, 
I Richard, have you seen it? Are you talking about the Conjuring films? No, it's, it's they're different than Conjuring. There's like four of them. <clears throat> I think it's Insidious. Police it's Academy. Not, it's not the ones about the the film tapes, is it? No, that, that's sinister. The bl- no, I'm pretty sure it's Insidious. <clears throat> yes, it's Insidious. Okay. So it's basically it's like about this family who like the dad had the ability to astral project himself. It follows the lines of what I'm talking about, okay. and people believe that this is a real thing, where you can astral project, and if you don't do it correctly, you can bring stuff back with you from the astral plane, demons, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's In this world, this is the source of demons. So, so the my t- mind's going to everything everywhere all at once. Not at all. Not, okay. not like that. So you're dreaming, and you're able to just... Leave your body. Your soul is able to leave your body, and you okay. can go anywhere. If I wanted to go to the Taj Mahal, so, so I could. That is, <clears throat> but so you have to be careful with it, because if you give any tells that you're doing this, you can attach something onto you whenever you wake up. And the whole movie is about how something is attached onto the son who has inherited the ability to do this, and did not know how to be careful with it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like the whole thing is like the dad was able to do this, but the mom picked up on it and was able to stop him from doing it. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen with the son, and he got brought out this okay. demon. Yeah, and then it's about how the dad needs to reawaken that ability to go in and save his son from being stuck in the astral plane. Hmm. And then there's a whole film. There's like three more films. Wow, they're decent. This the guy that plays the one in, the one investigator in The Conjuring, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. the dad. Ice Tea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he. <laughs> What the fuck? What the fuck you show was that? You need to tell me. This guy likes little girls. <laughs> Every episode. Every episode. The fact that he was a uh, staple of um, NCIS. No. 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 I'd like to watch you guess until you get it right. It's not Criminal Minds. I've watched Criminal Minds. Have you watched NCIS? Nope. I tried for a while, and there are so many seasons. Um, it's not. It's not the X Files. No. It's not Bones. <coughs> not Dexter, is it? It's not, not Dexter. Not Dexter. No. That's the other. Do you know what other strong-worded black yeah. guy? Um, Law and Order. Yeah, SVU. Is it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's referenced explicitly multiple times in the John Mulaney skit. Because he says something about the absurdity of like, like, oh yeah, yeah. You can you can say something like, what is it? Anal contusions. Yeah. On TV, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got Ice T saying it. Yeah. <laughs> like three in the afternoon. Water tea. <laughs> Water tea? Water tea. Uh, there's a Rick and, Morty, a Rick and episode Morty episode where ice tea was just a physical embodiment of a tea that was ice. Made of ice. Made of ice mm-hmm. from a universe where things are literal. No. <laughs> they were they were a, like a race of elements in the form of letters that were all puns. Fire A. I don't know. I don't know what they were. It was so, like fire A. No, there was, there was puns in there. I don't remember. Jim and I actually talked about Rick and Morty today. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I feel like Jim does not like Rick and Morty. I don't either. Hmm. I think it's a show for pseudo intellectuals. But I like it. I think it. I think it's mental masturbation. I don't. I don't watch it for that. I don't watch it I for that. I think it's a good show. Like I don't watch it because I get this and you don't. The it's people. The people that I have known that have managed to make that part of their personality. Like you. you it's not part of your personality. You don't walk around like Doctor Who is like, a part of your personality. It's like Rick big, and Morty big is not. Bang Theory and Rick and Morty are on the same. Yes. The people that watch they Rick and Morty. They have different level. Their core viewer like base is convinced is that they're intelligent, but they're not. Because I feel like there are things in Rick and Morty that... I've just completely, like... If I didn't 
If those other comments didn't get me like canceled, that will. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the Big Bang Theory ones are so low level that everybody's gonna understand them. But yes. there's some like, like the one episode that Rick and Morty that I watched, I didn't get it at first. There's like stuff that they have something to do about sex. <laughs> no, but there's a lot of not self. Giant incest baby. Um, there are things in Rick and Morty. I want. I don't want to say they're high concept, mm-hmm. but it takes some. They re- they require like an an under like an understanding of yeah. s- like storytelling mm-hmm. for the one episode that I watched. There's, That's like, there's characters. They you talking about like the story train episode? Not yeah, the story train episode. They fight characters, so you got um, uh, Connie Tenuity. Okay. <laughs> Brett Con. Okay. Mister Twisty. Um. And like his thing was he would use. Uh, um, flashbangs mm-hmm. that were uh, smash cuts. Okay. And it's just like weird. Like the um, uh, previous Leon. Okay. There was a bug that would make you think that stuff happened previously in your life. That, so instead of like, so there was a break in the season of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. And they opened up the season with doing a previously on Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. It ended up being this bug controlling them named previous Leon. Gotcha. I don't know. I just, yeah, it was no. Clever. I'm like, it took some thought. I'm not denying that the show has merit, but I still think that like it, it's a show for. It's largely marketed towards people who who find themselves or who are convinced that they're probably a little more intelligent than they are. I think the people that watch shows simply so that they can take their dick in their hand and pretend that it is massive and stroke their. <laughs> they can stroke their brain is this dick. What you do. That they think they can stroke their brain dick by yes. watching a show and gatekeeping other people. Oh, I don't need to watch Rick and Morty. To think that is the master. worst type of person I, you can be. I, like I said, it's it's mental masturbation. Yes, it's, you, I, it's I like get this saying and you don't because pickle, I'm an intellectual yes. and you're not. Yes, it's like saying it, like they watched the Pickle Rick episode and said that was like you don't understand it. Yeah, it's so ref- deep and no. Well, shut the fuck up. It's comedy. There are, there are deep parts of Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. but you got these people pulling deep shit out of stuff that isn't deep. Yeah, they're they're constructing it because they need it to to have that value, and then mm-hmm. they think it, and yeah, yeah, and nobody else thinks it like this. I don't know. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick. 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 Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Performing Rick and Morty <laughs> in front of Jim Tressel's statue. <laughs> Rick and I, Morty. Rick and Morty. Until I, Jim Tressel gives me money off my intuition. I do remember watching like episodes of Big Bang Theory when I was in LA and just thinking, this is just sh- like. As a child, I'd be like, wow, I understand this. And yeah, this is like, cool. This isn't. It was an okay show up until I hit puberty, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about uh, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> that show was great up until I got my driver's license. And I was just like, hmm. That show is not nearly as good as like it shouldn't be up there with Friends. I, I went and watched. I tr- oh, let me rephrase this. I tried to rewatch it recently because I had fond memories. Right? It's not good. It doesn't make sense. It's not hmm. good. So so the whole like, show is about how what's his fuck met mm-hmm. his wife. Yeah. But then they set up him and Robin. Mm-hmm. If they set that up, I think that, that the show, show would have been over. Yeah. So they had to ruin that relationship. And then ruin like I don't know four hundred and forty seven thousand other relationships. Well, not even that. I'm saying that like they had to ruin that what they built that show towards. Yes. Because it's a I don't know. It's it's I think it's a counter. The show was counterintuitive. If the Robin character didn't exist, yeah, like it would, like if it was about this guy 
about his dating life. Yes. Like solely and not trying to be a recreation of friends. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, who will he end up with? And then maybe this whole time it was Robin. Yeah. But the kids know this. Yes. I don't know. If you start to think about it, it unravels completely. Oh, absolutely. That that entire series was never meant to be thought about too hard. I think that there was good moments in it. I think there's some How come elements. How the kids were the same age the entire time? How long did you sit down and talk about that for? I mean, you know that they, you know that you know they filmed the finale like during the first season, right? No, what? Yeah, that those kids were the same age because they were sh- that they filmed that, that they filmed. Yeah. All those scenes at one time. They're all wearing the same clothes, and it's crazy. You're lying. No. They just filmed those all at once. You just makeup wasn't that good in the 2000s. Look at uh, look at Paris Hilton. <laughs> they filmed those all at once. Yeah. You're yanking my chain. I'd love to. This is one of those things where you're like, you can end it with, "No, I'm fucking with you." How would they do that? <laughs> I don't want to Google or look like an idiot. I mean, because then it plays into you, you me it, believing it. It doesn't matter what you Google because somebody has already Googled Bill Clinton Rule Thirty Four at this very table. Yeah, that's no. It's and they learned a lot. Us. It's no. I'm sure different. they did. Did you notice how he looked that up at me? It was like, guys, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's gotta go take care of that something. That man's got a chub for Billy. Wow. So interestingly enough, uh, I never watched The Office. When I was growing up, okay, it just I mean, wasn't something I, I watched. Yeah, I, watch it when, yeah. I watched the first time I watched it. Watched it was freshman year. I was legally first time I watched it was freshman year of college, mm-hmm. and the person that I watched it with managed to thoroughly convince me before we started watching it that uh, Jim and Pam did not end up together at the end of it. Oh, I love oh, that. That's that, that it that they thoroughly just ended up hating each other. At the end of it. Oh, my God. And crazy. I went the whole show. Just waiting. Just waiting. And the best part about it, looking back on it, was in the last season where their relationship <laughs> actually does start to go to shit a little bit. You're like, oh, I knew this. And I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's it's happening. We're seeing the breakdown. And then they get back together. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a pseudo way looking of me back. to enjoy the show without knowing what was going to happen. Karen was not a bad person. No. Karen got... The first time I watched it, I mean, that. I was like... It, Fuck her. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. In my head, I was just like, yeah, he should be with Pam. Yeah. She's ruining this. But no. She didn't make the mistake in that one. No. She, got, was she got screwed in that. She got screwed. Yeah. Because he was basically like, wait, no, I don't love you. Yeah. yeah. And then got dropped. Mm-hmm. Yep. And got dropped by the office entirely. Yeah. And then Parks and Rick picked her up. <laughs> Which, in all fairness, have you watched Parks and Rick? I have not. It. I started it. It's a got great, a few episodes. It's, in. it's good. You can't you can't go into it expecting it to be The Office. Nothing well, yeah. will ever be The Office. It's a great show. It's really well written. There are moments in it that are just, I think, an excellent example of that kind of comedy. Like it. If you go into it thinking this will be like The Office, you will not like it. Yeah. That's how I went into it. Okay. And I did not like it at first, and then I got into it. I'm like, this is fucking great. Yeah, this is a great show. Mm-hmm. So is a. Uh, Arrested Development, which I know you still haven't watched, and that's okay. It's on Netflix, right? Or no, they took it off. No, it should be on Netflix. Netflix literally like picked it up and filmed a couple of seasons. Oh. <laughs> it is... <coughs> I need to watch Always I, I Sunny can't, first. I can't take credit for this. Uh, Arrested Development's way better. I want to watch Always Sunny. Always Sunny. Um, I can't take credit for this 
next phrase because it was explained to me by somebody, and but I think it's very true. The reason that um, Arrested Development did not initially succeed is there's way too much going on. It needs to be binged. If you watch it week by week, there's no way you're keeping up with it. Hmm. Like, there's no practical way to keep up with it because there's so much going on. I feel and like it's Game of insane. Thrones is like that. Yes. But if you watch it... I don't know how like, people watch that for eight years straight. If you binge it, it's possibly... It's up there I'll with... To, how many seasons are there? Not that many. Four I mean, I'll, I'll watch it after I'm done with BoJack. And that's um, two days for you, Noah. You'll watch that in two days. Yeah, you can you can burn through it pretty easy. I, uh, I am on week like five or six of watching BoJack. Mm-hmm. And it's six seasons. What, I you watched Game of Thrones in less than a month? I watched Game of Thrones in two weeks. Yeah. What the fuck? That was, well, that was like coming off a of quarantine. Cool? Yeah. Eight seasons of hour-long episodes. I watched it on the way down to Tennessee and back. Mm-hmm. While we were at Tennessee, that's basically all I did outside, like, of doing stuff with my family. Yeah. If I wasn't doing that, I was watching Game of Thrones. And when you weren't watching Game of Thrones, you were listening to the theme song on repeat for 10 hours straight. Yes, and we rode horses, too. That was fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> we... I still remember you when we went to visit Seth at Xavier. We were both intoxicated. <laughs> oh, I was And horrible. I was trying to sleep on, like, a bed on the floor, and Noah was just up on the bed, and he had his phone, and he was playing the Game of Thrones theme song on repeat. So I was trying to sleep, and I just heard, dun 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 <laughs> He was just sitting there, rocking himself back and forth. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> we would play it every time we were getting somewhere in the kayaks. Yep. Uh, we played it going to the campground. As we pulled up to the campground, I think Seth hated us. At that point on the trip. Because <laughs> we pulled up. We specifically downloaded it in the mountains so that we could play it. Because there was no internet. And we played it. We rolled up to this campsite in the middle of nowhere. Windows down. And Seth just looked at us. <laughs> Shook his head. is like, this could be a long one. And then we cut the trip short. Dude. Having that, like... That's awesome. Mm-hmm. The, the, that immediately triggered this this, like memory in my mind of me and some friends in uh florida there was a day that we left king's bay which is actually just over the georgia line it's about an hour north of uh, jacksonville just over florida georgia line yes i yep mm-hmm. unfortunately flow right um, up so we left there and drove i think it was 650 miles that day we were gone for like 14 hours we mm-hmm. initially were driving from king's bay down south of our south of orlando north. to look at a yep south to look at a, it's a just, vehicle. It's not going. It's standing. I'm. I'm going north right now. Yep. Not north. Not south. You're going northwest. Yes. Northwest. Northwest, baby. Kanye's new baby. <laughs> um. did, did you know Kanye has claimed he is a Jew now? Yes. But apparently he hates the Jews. I mean, he hates black people when he's black. So yes. Okay. Yeah, stands the reason. Um, we were driving south of Orlando to look at a vehicle, and that's how it started off the the trip ended up being absolutely insane but about 10 hours into this 14 to 16 hour adventure we got to daytona beach completely unplanned like we had no point had any plan to go to daytona beach and it's just five white dudes in a blacked out dodge durango with the windows down <laughs> playing ride of the valkyrie or <laughs> as loud as humanly yes. possible going over if you've ever been to daytona beach there's this huge bridge that goes over into like the city proper, mm-hmm. and we're just going over that with the windows down and like everything shaking to ride at the Valkyrie. And it's just like I love that. It was uh, that's that, on par with that's our like, game. Of yeah, the, we would play that in the kayaks. It's just we were like docking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We learned things on this trip. <laughs> we, we, what we met so, so the peninsula that we stayed at. There was three guys there. Peninsula. 
and they taught us about docking. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And one guy said, well, Daisy, what do you say, Richard? They don't call them the Great Smokies for nothing. Oh my they God. all call them the Great Smokies for nothing. That's the only thing I took away from that trip. Yep. I remember you quoting that. You captioned an Instagram post with that caption. Yeah. We all did. Every time we go to Tennessee, this is our, our line. We, we look up at the mountains and we call. They don't call them the Great Smokies for nothing. Yep. And then we got drunk and high and went to a sauna. That was a different trip. Is that, that was a different trip. You oh also learned God, about docking there, correct? Hmm? We yeah. learned about docking there, There was yes. also some docking there, yeah. There was, a, there was a thing of coal, and you just poured water into it, and that's mm-hmm. how the sauna worked. I will say, I... We floated around in a pool. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. They pushed me around in a floaty. I was yes. very crossed, and I just laid in the floaty, and they played a game with me, and I was in the floaty. They used me as the ball. Mm-hmm. You know I can't swim, right? Yes, I'm aware. Okay, you ever been to Nelson's Ledges? <sighs> yes. You know the beach section with the island? Yeah, you jumped off of there. Blind. No, 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 like where the island is. There's like a beach mm-hmm. and then an mm-hmm. island. All my friends wanted to go to the island, so I got a rubber ducky. And they pulled you? And I, I just kicked myself. Like, I essentially just motorboated myself over there. You motorboated yourself? And the second <laughs> you we got down there. and went. <laughs> yes. Raspberry. The second we got there, it just starts hailing and storming, and they were making everybody get out. So mm-hmm. I'm like. You're kicking, I can't swim. Like I'm on this giant fucking yellow rubber duck in the middle of a quarry. Jack kicking. pasty white man. <laughs> I mean, white as hell. I look like sour cream spread on top of this duck. Just pat, like, kicking as fast as humanly possible. I'm kicking so fast <laughs> that the water's coming over the top of the duck, which is starting to push you down, which is freaking me out because I can't swim and I'm in a rock quarry. So I uh, know it's I like teach a you? I have a pole at my house. Can I teach you how to swim in that pole? No. Please. You have a lake. Yeah, we'll use the lake. You can't. Somebody died in that lake. Yeah, I don't want to die in that again. lake. Dude, okay, so old I, podcast host. I use. <laughs> Rest in peace, Margaret. That video will never come out. No, that in the BDSM video. It was in that video. Oh, was it? You had him tie up in the lake. He said he could swim. He said, "I am as good as Houdini. Tie me up with bricks to my feet, and I will be able to get out." And we said, "Okay." He this was still hasn't we, uh, escaped. That's why we crossed the line. We knew it was Understood. too far when he Understood. drowned. Yeah. Well, we don't know if he, he hasn't escaped yet. That's what I'd like to think. He's still down there. Sometimes you see a bubble. He's been holding his breath for... It's like the USS Arizona in Pearl Harbor. It's <laughs> like occasionally a little bit of oil leaks up. He's been holding his breath for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's a master at that. Oh, yeah. Is he masturbating down there? Where did was it because I said the word master and it's like one thirty in the morning? Yeah, yeah my brain is off. You're a child. Yeah. Well, we've reached a, a pretty good length. Oh here. my god, and this episode is nuts. I'd love to show you a pretty good length later. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's run through what later. we did this episode. We started off by discussing Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. to something to do with presidents. Presidential. Yep. Impressions, yeah, not, not even the presidential, like how people look at. Pre- I don't know, uh, and president impressions. And yeah, I was on that side of the board when that conversation happened because I remember looking at the little grommets. And then we did we go to how do we go jukebox musicals? Somehow yes. we got there because uh-huh. we were talking about ABBA because of Richard Nixon, mm-hmm. because of Richard Nixon's saying Waterloo, Waterloo, <laughs> yep. SOS. From there. We went to Jukebox Musical, and then we went to the flip side of it, 
of films that could be a musical. Mm-hmm. We started talking about horror movies. Um, well, before that, we oh, talked God, we about did. our golden idea. American uh, Psycho, the musical. From there, we went to talk about The Joker. Uh-huh. Which segued into probably about 10 minutes of me doing a Joker impression that I probably could never do. Lock me up. Lock me up. You can probably never do it again, but it's not going to stop him from trying. Mm-mm. Um, Lock me up. I, I get that. That's from a TikTok yeah. about this guy who created Gogurt. Gogurt? Yeah. I, do you remember you the carbonate? You can't make yogurt that quick. Do you Lock me up. Do you remember the carbonated Gogurts? Oh, yes. yes. So You unlocked a deep memory. I can yeah. feel that. That happened when I was... In that happened when you were 30 years old. Thank you. Fourth or fifth grade, I think, something like that. And you I ate remember. so many of them that you were bloated and you thought your stomach was going to explode. No, I remember taking one to school, not realizing they needed to be refrigerated, having oh, it no. in my locker. And it exploded. I, I opened it up in the lunchroom. I, wait, I've done this. sprayed I it like all over the ceiling. This. this is I've done this. We've put a bunch of things in people's lockers. Not that we put it. I remember, I remember this happening, like opening up a Go-Gurt at lunch and, and it just exploded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's why they stopped making it. Do you remember the Nestle milk powders? Yes. Do you remember the cotton candy one? Yes. I got it. You think it, was it tastes awful. like Pepto? It was awful. I, I don't remember what it tastes like. I just remember that I really like cotton candy and I really didn't like that. Uh-huh. I remember tasting like blue number five a lot. I remember the banana. Do you remember the banana Nesquik? So yes. I went through all the- Oh, my God. Do you remember the like the straws? The milk straws? Yeah, they had the little balls. Yeah, they had the little yeah. balls in them. Mm-hmm. I went through all the uh, the men's restroom toilets. And I just poured the, the fucking cotton candy Nestle. One time I was pooping, and so like you know, in, like whatever you, tank, you, wanna, so you when know, you like flush, it's pink. Go ahead. <laughs> I thought I was so clever. One time, you know, like, like you, you know, guys as they pee, sometimes the sh- the sh- the the oh, flow yeah. breaks off into two. You have that little split stream and split stream. You can't control it. Happens after you master. Are you fa- are you familiar with what I'm d- talking about? You're peeing, and your stream splits into two streams. Has a mind of its own. It's just like Target acquired. I've, I've never not had it been that way. Oh. That's why I sit down. Well, that's because you have two peanuts. I also sit down to pee because of that now, but I also now stand up to poop because one time I split-streamed my poop. Do you remember you just the want to see that happen. Do you remember the individual that went to our high school? I'm not going to name drop because this is an embarrassing factoid. Wait, the one where they ripped the stall door off the wall or no. the one where they wiped the shit on the... Neither. Oh, the one where they would pee at the urinals and pull their pants down to their ankles. <laughs> oh my god! Did that all through high school? school? Yes. Yeah. Jesus. This was constant. Jesus. You'd walk into the men's bathroom and all of a sudden, you just get moved. Tidy whities and <laughs> tidy whities would be down. Everything would be down, ass out. I remember. So I left that school for a while. Double cheeked up on Is a this Tuesday. The one that almost made you gay. Yes. Four four years I was not at this school, and I remember like coming back and remembering this was something that he did. And going into the restroom one day and, and seeing him still doing it, still did it. That's insane. It was like within the first week of being back, yeah. and like, and I remember talking to you about. It, I'm like, oh my god, he still does it. He so still does that. The, the and I remember like uh, Devin still had the same lunchbox. Uh huh. He had all th- from elementary. It was like it was a Star Wars lunchbox that had Darth Vader on it, mm-hmm. and it was just like a like an old a metal, uh, not metal. It was plastic. Okay. Yeah. But it was a square lunchbox opened up like diagonally, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. He had that lunchbox from. Elementary school, all the way up through high school. And I remember the first time we sat down at lunch, he was sitting with us. He pulls that out. I was mind blown. Yeah. 
And he was just like, yeah, I still use that lunchbox. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Speaking of high schools, schools in general, and restrooms, the uh, restrooms at the school that I went to, which mm-hmm. is a whole other story that we should get into sometime. Yes. Um, we could do a whole episode on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So much about it. Was it troughs? They had a... Uh, was it just like a, a running water, like a stream of water that you'd squat over? I wish it was running. <laughs> um, it was stagnant. No, it was walking. No, we we did have indoor we did have indoor plumbing. We also had these nice little like laser engraved men's and women's signs. Okay. And the school was on a constant like positive press tour. And so once or twice a year they'd have like grandparents' day and parents' day and everybody mm-hmm. got to come in and see the school and how it functioned. I wanna visit can we try all the school yeah, one day? Absolutely. I can probably break into it. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get into breaking and entering. Yes, please. I just want to see the school from the outside. I think I can picture what the inside looks like. Yep, just black and white. <laughs> <laughs> you step into a whole era. But the signs were just screwed into the wall, and I always got to school well before anybody else, just due to the, my. It's like how you do with work. Mm-hmm. Well, it was due to my parents' work constraints. They would always drop me and my sister off, like pretty much before What's her the name? school opened, huh? I need. I need to. Not Madison. Um, no, to understand the story, I need names. I don't think you do. Damn it. Eileen. Uh-huh. <laughs> so one morning I get to, I get to school and I know it's grandparents day. Did you swap them? I swap the restroom signs. <laughs> they were so mad. They never found out who did it. There's like three people in your school. How'd they not know? It was, well, it was one of those <laughs> You're things. You're the jokester in the school. I feel like you're the only one in that school that would have went out of line at any time, like consistently. There was a couple, but they all got expelled. I hung around nice. somehow. Um, I did it early enough. Where do you enough. go if you get expelled from that school? Uh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Public school. <laughs> I did it early enough, and then I thought it was hysterical. I was going to claim credit for it, and then like they made an announcement about it. But instead of an announcement being made, like, hey, this happened. If you know anything, let us know. Like I thought it was, I was like, it I was will get in trouble. It was the voice of Satan coming over. If you did this. You are going to hell. Well, now you're just doing a Riddler impression. <laughs> I don't even know the things that he said. That's a riddle. If you lie, walk wrong and hard. come in the middle. A long John Donut. No, it's a cucumber. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you gotta watch. You gotta watch. The you gotta Batman. watch it. Okay. You gotta watch. So, anyways, they like made an announcement, and it wasn't like, "Hey, whoever did it, dude." They were pissed. Damn. Like they were like, "What did they I get over the rate?" Was it Richard Nixon over the loudspeakers? Oh yeah. no, dude. My okay. So the principal of the school at that time is no longer four hundred years old, probably dead. Dude, he had the worst anger issues of anybody I've possibly ever met. And it was amazing because he's in charge of a bunch of kids. Do you walk around with, like, just get like a, a cross necklace that you know he would beat you with? <laughs> Dude, I, I actually, as a, like, I absolutely got, like, a spanking in, like, first or second grade. You'd know who got in trouble because they That's, have the I feel like I feel, I feel like it was okay at that time. Schools <laughs> across the board for them to do that. I feel like I think of this guy, and it's like he has a ring on. And it has a cross on it. And you know who got in trouble just because they'd be the student that walked in with the bloody cross. imprint of a cross on their cheek. No, I'm so, picturing the the cross like with the beads. 
a yeah. rosary. Like a, is that what it's you. called? Thank it you. is called a rosary. Yeah, that you just whipping. No, we weren't with it. No, that that's all like the rings and the crosses on the necklace. That's all jewelry, and that's like strictly forbidden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, even if it's at your on your hands and you're beating people with it, absolutely. They might make an exception. What if you're beating your meat with it? But we. <laughs> Sir, I was sounding with my cross. Mother <laughs> Teresa, um, we took a school trip. You know, everybody takes a you know a junior's trip and a senior trip. Well, have you seen the like the cart buses that drive around? Yeah, this little uh-huh. like they're not a full size bus, but we had they're a kid like, that got to school in that. They're wide and short. Okay, so they had somehow procured one of those, mm-hmm. and they loaded everybody up on it, and you know a we charter bus. Down to, we all went down to well, no, they they owned it. It was the school's property. Um, it wasn't chartered, so we all went down to Washington D.C. And two memories distinctly stick out from this trip. There were there was a few other the there, but two early, Yes, we did. Um, that is not one of the ones that stuck out, but I remembered it. It wasn't a highlight of the trip. Um, one of them being that I had some girl explaining to me that. The can of Monster Energy drink I was drinking is actually really sinful because those three stripes represent. Yeah, I've heard huge, a lot about yep. six and yeah. The other one was that the principal was driving. He had some sort of certification to be able to drive this vehicle with all these students on it and everything. Plus he, certification. Yes, and he was talking to his son who happened to be in my class, and he got to yelling at his son as we're driving oh through DC traffic, and he like turns around while driving to yell him. Hits the fucking curb and like drifts a lane oh in my DC God. traffic without hitting anything. And we were all just sitting there like, holy shit. But you know, like whatever we said back oh, then, which was like, my We have goodness. a similar story. Yeah, it's just our regular bus driver though. No, I'm talking about when if we went to New York. Oh, yeah. And our bus hey. driver was trying to pull out of this tiny ass parking lot that the uh, hotel that was mm-hmm. attached to the hotel and nails a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. We did have a bus driver though that drove buses for our school, as they do. Yeah, she was my bus driver. Uh, Your personal she's bus nuts. driver. She is. Oh my god, she is Before, a drag racer. She, she drag races. Okay. She said, "I um like when you we say were this, coming I home, have no idea if you're being literal. You, no, this is real. She, no, this like, is real. In her spare time, she gets in motor vehicles and drives yes. one thousand three hundred twenty feet competitively. She got mm-hmm. us home. Okay. So we were playing at um. This is like this past season." We were playing at YSU, mm-hmm. and they gave us snacks, like bags of snacks. Okay, that's nice of them. And she, somebody had mentioned, oh, I want to eat it. And she said, don't worry, I'll get us home quick. Some oh, yeah. Got us home, got us from YSU to Columbiana High School, I shit you not, in 17 minutes. This lady is insane. Holy this bus shit. was hauling ass. <laughs> oh, my God, just straight down 11? And she drives six eighty routes like this. Yeah. You're like all over the place. I love her. It's her just, she's having a normal ass conversation with you. I'm sitting up front talking to her. She would go like 60 miles an hour through the streets of Columbiana, um, you know, whipping around corners, hitting you know, curbs. From 422 getting onto 680, that yeah. turn. Yeah. I legitimately thought she was going to flip the bus. That is amazing. Go, going 70. That is amazing. Like she's like, I'm like going, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on for dear life. Yeah. That's insane. Talking about high schools and this stuff, we started off with the bathroom discussion and you switching to science. This reminds me of my latest intrusive thought that I think I'm actually going to do. Okay. You know the like the San Jamar toilet paper yeah. dispensers? How they all have that the key on the top. Mm-hmm. So I have I have access to a 3D printer. Yeah, you could print one. And I I found the file for the San Jamar key oh for all other things. I just want to get this key, print it, and put it on my keychain so that I can go just into every public idiot. restroom and open them and put things in there. 
amazing. Just put random stuff in there so that when they come to refill it, they'll be like, like why what? the fuck is there a condom in here? I feel like you could just order one. You could, but why would I order one when it's, I could make it's one? Way cooler to, it's way yeah. cooler to print it. Um, I need to justify my 3D printer somehow. When I was in high school. of times, I've almost said this bus driver's name while talking about her. <laughs> I think she actually got into a huge disagreement with the school this year. Like, she wanted to quit. Really? It was really bad. When I was in everybody's favorite high school, driver. I was in the Air Force Cadet programs. And mm-hmm. as part of that, I competed on their drill team, and we would travel. Do um, you still remember travel. any of the drill? Oh, yeah. Could you do it? Yes. <laughs> can um, I see it? No. <laughs> Um, I know I drill. We can compare. Group. I there's, can still there's do my video. There's a video of our like. Um, You've showed it to me. Innovative and whatnot. I want to see you. Just I do have it. not at any I point. I think you have. I have not. Yes, you have. I have showed you one. Pi- I am very, very conscious of what I have shared and what I haven't. I've shown you one picture of me in uniform. No, I've seen team. video. You've never seen a video. I know. I've seen video. Describe it. You were doing the drill. You were in a gym. I really do not think I've showed him any videos. <laughs> Anyways, we're maybe let's all know. compare our drill. Yeah, so we'll go to the field and do our drill, and then we'll we'll we give have, ratings. It looks better when there's more of us. <laughs> we had a 15 passenger van, and at like we would, you know, they're very very strict about all kinds of you can't have <laughs> knives and you know all that kind of stuff, and you can't be like riding around in the van. You have to be buckled up and all this mm-hmm. jazz. Well, I was. A lot of stuff going down in my life. And, you yeah. know, when you're in high school and there's a lot of things going on in your life, what, what, what is your escape mechanism? You sleep, yeah. right? That just sounds like depression. Yeah, 100%. So the floor, like, if you've ever been in a 15-passenger van, both That's side doors real. open you can't, up. You can't have depression. <laughs> What's your name, Bill Gates? You can be depressed. Don't make me say it. Don't make me say it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's trying to referencing Andrew, Andrew Tate. Depression is a very real thing. Not only that, but we've got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> woo. So, my, sl- you know, you want to sleep and mm-hmm. whatnot. So, if you've, you know, in a 15-passenger van, both side doors open up, and then there's that footwell right there. Were you asleep in the footwell? I would sleep in the footwell. I would wait, Fantastic. like, I would I would buckle up, get all up, you know, all upright and everything mm-hmm. like that. And there's, like, this is a 15-passenger van, and it's full. So, everybody except the driver is aware of what's going on. The driver would start driving. Once we get on the highway, I would just unbuckle, lay down on the footwell, fall asleep. And then every time we went to get off and exit, it would push me up against the door, wake me up, and mm-hmm. I would get back in the seat, buckle up. I did this the entire way to Illinois and back. Wow. And at no point got caught. My sleep story on a bus yes. is also very weird. So we would take trips with the band. Someone touched me. We went to Disney. So you can imagine. <laughs> you went to Catholic school? You can oh imagine a bunch no, of like high school band kids. Yes. On a tour bus going to Disney. So That's you're amazing. on the bus. So you're for, forced forever. into this. Yeah. Yes. All touching each other. It's getting yeah. really sexual. So I was uh, sitting next to someone and we it was very late. We decided we wanted to sleep. Yes. So I should not have said that. S- slept on the floor. I, I get down on the floor in the middle of the aisle. The bus driver did not care whatsoever. Yeah. So I fall asleep. And the, you know the bathrooms in the back of the bus. Yeah. Um, I wake up about, I think it was an hour and a half later or however. To the band director, straddled above me, because a bunch of people had decided had decided to lay down in the aisleway. <laughs> so to get from the front of the bus to the bathroom, you had, had to, to like... get around people. So he decided it was a better option to walk on the armrests of the chairs. So I wake up to seeing straight crotch shot, straight crotch 
of my band director straddled above Ch- me, trying to get to the bathroom. Chasticles Miller. Amazing. Yep. So this dude is literally walking hand, like armrest to armrest. Yep. Down a tour bus on I his way to Disney, over top of high school students. That's a, yeah. That's awesome. And if you've met this man at all in your life, you will 100% know that this is exactly something he would do. That's amazing. Chasticles? Mm-hmm. I, why am I saying that on the podcast? Because that was his college and high school nickname. Yep. Chaz Ducles. His name was Chaz. And he pays me. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it there because I want to secure my paycheck. And he, he pays listen? me is not a good way to end Does that he story. he listen to the podcast? No, probably not. I'll send it to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, please listen to this two-hour No, I was just giving consciousness. the time, time stamp of 55 minutes. Uh-huh. One hour and 55 minutes? Just the fifty. I'll give it the fifty-five minute mark where I'm well, yelling Joker. Thing. Yeah, you're just mm-hmm. screaming like what the fuck, your queen <laughs> phoenix. Um, I love how we were trying to wrap up and then we spiraled into a complete other conversation. Yeah, but it took off so well. It did. I don't think any of us tried it to. Really stop did. It. Yeah. yeah. So, fun uh, hell of a ride. Oh yeah. This week. This has been like the descent into hell episode. Yeah, that's the so. Name. Well, thank you guys for uh. We're closing. Having a ticket and joining us have... on this ride. Honestly, Hold if... on. I don't even have it ready. Yeah, Dude. get better at your job. This is your one job. Honestly, if somebody has put two hours into listening to this, I... I'm sure it'll get, you know. They'll last 30 seconds more. Oh, my God. Well, no, it just, thank you. Holy shit. You listened to us for two hours? I mean, this is probably. Wow, what are you, Noah Clark's dad? Good time. Lord. I feel like this one was a, had some substance it in did. it. Yes, there's value. Also, to it, we're like, white guys making a podcast. There's a lot of us doing it. Yeah. Doesn't make us special. And no, I'm I'm thinking that. Hey guys, thanks for being with us today. That's it. That's <laughs> what I was guys. trying to say. You listened to us for two hours. Thank you for that. See you next time. Take it out. Hey guys, welcome back to Ticket. Uh, this week, uh, I got quite a crew with me. This week, I got a. Uh, <laughs> Oh, the pot, it's not the audio stage. There we go. <laughs> Hold on, let me read. We're doing this again. Oh, my I, gosh. It's the music stuff because I got tickled. This is a season one joke, Noah. You can't reuse it. It's not a joke. It was it's an a accident. season one joke. We're recording it. Did you know your handwriting is just your hand's accent? It is. Mm. Yeah, that's a good way to end it. Do people with uh, sign language speak in accents? <laughs> I was watching, actually, hold on. How does a blind person see? They see what you see out of your elbow. (laughs) Real quick, you want to know something that I saw that was really cool? I was in Boardman on South Avenue. buckle in. We're going for another two hours. No, 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 no. I was not South Avenue. The one that's going. South Africa? No, the the one, not Market Street. It's Market Street? South Sudan. South Avenue. The one that has like Best Buy and all that. Is that South Avenue? What? In Boardman, the Southwest. street that... 224 the runs east and west and has... There's Market Street and South Avenue. Best Buy on it. Market Street crosses... Market Street goes Market north street and south. Market Street crosses by BJ's. Yes. Okay, the other one that crosses by BJ's. The one that goes towards Youngstown if you continue past them all. No, the other one. 224. The one that goes past Best Buy. Oh, the, yes, the one that goes past Best Buy. 224. 224. Okay. Okay, so we're at 422. 244. Ohio State Route 224. Ohio State Route 247. We There was these two guys that were talking sign language right next to each mm-hmm. other. The one crosses the road, and then they keep going.
It was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. They were just signing across the row from one another. I know you can do that. I think what you saw was road rage. (laughs) No, they were they were they weren't in cars. That's how most road rage incidents end. (laughs) No, they were legitimately they they were legitimately just walking down the side of the road, just talking in sign language, and then the one crossed the road was about to go into the store, turned around and did something, the guy signed back. I think that's just the most, that's like the craziest way to communicate. You know, I've Noah, got a magic trick for you, Noah. Noah just wants to have special little yeah. signals with his friends. <laughs> you know, you like, can do that with your just, voice, too. He just, he like, but you, I feel like you can't yell across, was it four lanes of traffic like that? You've clearly never tried. But it, it, So the distance was great. He was like past the parking lot, getting ready to walk into a store. Mm-hmm. So, and this guy was on the other side of four lanes of traffic, parking lot, store. Okay? That's, this is the distance. Not quite. But you get what I'm saying. You have bigger hands. They just mean you have a louder voice. <laughs> but it's like they were shouting, but there was... But, like, they had perfect conversation. knew exactly what they were saying. You can't do that while shouting. If you speak sign language, it no, just can color I, your font. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought that was cool. What am I, Helvetica? <laughs> no, you're like Times New Roman. Oh, God. Like, I'm Wingdings. You're Comic Sans. You're Comic Sans. Or Papyrus. <laughs> I, just, I just love Papyrus. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Here, let me play the thing. I'm sorry, Play guys. the thing. I just thought it was a blind person says sees the same thing that you see at your elbow. Yeah. They do. <laughs> and a deaf person hears the same thing you're hearing right now. The ticket outro music on loop? <laughs> yes. So again, thank you for joining us on this crazy ride. I mean crazy.